What is going on, everyone? It's episode 122, recorded on Sunday, March 26, 2023. I'm John, and hey, Drew! Kevin's new in town when he walks into the bar and reads a sign that hangs overhead. Free beer for the first person who can pass my test. Kevin asks the bartender what the test is. The bartender responds, well, first... You have to drink that whole gallon of pepper tequila, the whole thing at once, and you can't make a face while doing it. Second, there's a gator out back with a sore tooth. You have to remove it with your bare hands. Third, there's a woman upstairs who's never had an orgasm. You got to make things right for her. Well, Kevin thinks, as much as I'd love free beer, I won't do it. You'd have to be nuts to drink a gallon of pepper tequila, and the requirements only get crazier from there. But as the night wears on and the bar tab mounts, Kevin loudly asks, where's that tequila? He grabs the gallon of tequila with both hands and downs it with a big slurp and tears streaming down his straight face. Next, he staggers out back to find the gator. Soon, all the people inside hear the most frightening roaring and thumping and screaming that they've ever heard in their lives. Then silence. The bar stood still. A minute later, Kevin staggers back in his shirt ripped and huge scratches all over his face and body. Now, he exclaims, where's that woman with the sore tooth? loves nature and thinks John's a cheater. That's right, it's time for another episode of the Dads After Dark show. Take it away, boys. What is going on, everyone? On tonight's episode, the 3DS and Wii U eShop is gone. It's fucking gone, John. Peace. Mayhem updates. Buddy, how you been lately? Love TV What's new? I've been better. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I'm looking at you here. Why don't, why don't you explain what I'm looking at? I have been better. Uh, so I guess it was a couple days after recording our last episode with Justin, which was amazing, by the way. Uh, great that was great. great feedback. That was yeah. fun. Uh, so a couple days after uh, our talk with Justin, uh, I was, I was, what was I doing? I, I took the kids, to their Taekwondo class that evening. It was Tuesday evening come back home and I spend like 45 minutes playing Hogwarts legacy. And I'm starting to feel just a little like, you know, like dizzy. I get dizzy when I play first person games and I was just feeling a little bit like kind of dizzy and lightheaded or whatever. So I go upstairs. Um, kids eventually go to bed and uh, Michelle and I are watching Netflix. Well, not Netflix. We don't have Netflix right now, but Skip HBO Flips. max. Okay. Sorry. And I'm just, I'm watching whatever we're watching. I can't remember. And I'm just like, my head is just like, I, I just don't like looking at the screen. It feels very bright. I'm just not feeling great. I ended up kind of falling asleep in my chair, whatever. Next morning, Wednesday, I wake up. I work that day, but like the screen feels really bright. Just kind of annoying. Just felt like I didn't want to be looking at anything, whatever. So what's funny is we get in the car for Taekwondo and dance. And and Cedric drives. I don't drive before I say oh. anything. And we're in the car and we pull out of the garage and we start going up the street and I see double like 
I'm looking at a car coming towards us, and there are two. I am literally seeing two of everything. Is your wife everything. with you at this? With this or no? No, it's me and the me and the three kids. I'm okay. not driving, uh, but Cedric's driving, and I'm like, whoa! I said to the kids, "We're in the car." I was like, whoa! I'm seeing two of everything because I'm looking down the street. This is the first yeah. time I'm looking far vision, and it was kind of alarming and whatever. But we, you know, we went there. I hung out, played my switch. We come back home. I'm still seeing double. I get home. It's about 7.15. I just get under my blanket. I lie down on the couch and I just close my eyes and I'm just like, I'll wake up and this will be better. I slept for 12 hours. I wake up Thursday morning and I open my eyes and I'm seeing double vision. Everything like everything's double. And I'm just like, whoa, I make my way to the bathroom and I'm like, holy shit. Like the light switch is double. Everything is double. I was like, what is going on? It's really scary. And and I had been looking up some information prior to that because my eyes were hurting. And I know that, like, this is not good. I look up online. Double vision is like you could be having a stroke, an aneurysm, something like that. I was like, holy mm-hmm. shit. It was like really frightening. I decide I'm going to go to the ER. Um, it's scary. And I'm like, I'm not going to lie. I broke down a little bit. Like, it's 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 horrifying when you just lose your vision just like like just like that. Yeah, I mean, you texted me a little bit, and I was like, I, I was nervous for you. Like, I, yeah. Like, you think the worst, you don't know what the fuck that means. It's like, you know, and then you say, like, I'm going to the ER, like, I'll keep you updated. And I'm like, well, fuck, yeah, keep me updated. I know. I mean, those are the classic stroke symptoms is double vision mm-hmm. and some other stuff. But I didn't have any other symptoms going on. Which is, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I go to the ER. Uh, the kids have, um, they have, a pe- like, parent conferences going on. So Michelle basically drops me off at the ER. And I'm a little freaked out. I kind of wanted to have Cedric with me, but um, um, but I, she drops me off and I'm walking into the ER and I'm seeing double vision. And it's just like, oh, my God, like, holy crap. Uh, I get signed in like the first three people I talked to. I was like talking to through tears because it was just like terrified. I was like, yeah. I, I didn't know what was going on or whatever. Um, eventually see a doctor. They threw me in an MRI tube, which is my first time. I don't know if you've ever done an MRI, Drew. This was. Um... I, I've only done one on like my knee, so it was like it wasn't. Oh. It, it was. It's not the same. What you're you not in the your, tube, right? Correct. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's like I'm claustrophobic, and that's my mm. worst nightmare. But I'm gutting it up because I want to see what's going on. I was in the tube for 15 minutes. It is not a pleasant experience, but if you keep yourself calm, you're going to mm-hmm. be fine. I close my eyes because you're like you're in the tube. You're looking up. And you just see the wall of the inside of the tube mm. and it's and then, then there's like a there's something they put over you like as because it kind of puts you in and it is right up to your face almost. It is not comfortable. And I just closed my eyes and just did breathing exercises the whole way through. And mm. it's loud in there, too, by the way. And so I had to wait 30 minutes for results and I'm just terrified. Like they're they're looking through my brain, whatever they could find anything yeah. like I'm like, I'm going to die like this is just awful. Uh, they call me back. Let me discuss the results. And they were bringing me to a um, a um, a sign out room. I was like, this is a good sign. And sure enough, they said the MRI was clean. So they said it's either your brain or your eyes, um, but it's not your brain. So it's like, OK, I got them fooled, I guess. Um, so they discharged me. They gave me an eye patch mm. and they discharged me. They said I should go go see my eye doctor, whatever. I don't have an eye doctor. I don't have vision issues. And so I had to wait for Michelle. <laughs> Michelle was still doing meetings or whatever. So I'm just like, screw this. I'm not going to let double vision beat me. So I decide I'm just going to walk <sighs> towards home. 
And when Michelle's coming to pick me up, I'll just tell her, pick me up at the Starbucks or pick me up at the KFC or wherever this I am. This was the dumbest thing. You, you text me this and, I, and like, I, I wanted to like fly to Denver and drive you. <laughs> like I felt bad. I'm like, 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 you're kidding me. You're walking out of the ER by yourself. You're scared. You're alone. And you're going to walk. And then, right. and then you tell me how far it is. Yeah. I ended up getting home five miles and I didn't use my eye patch or anything because I was like, no way I was going to walk on the street. Five miles my is a fucking lot, John. That is a long to, time. To be walking on a main road when you can't fucking see. I know. I was like looking down. I was just trying. I don't know how I did it like now because I'm able to manage things a little better now. But like, I don't know how I did it or why. Did you or whatever. admit it was a dumb idea? It was a dumb idea. Thank you. That's I just didn't want to sit there like sobbing on a bench. I get it. You want you to know? be in your own house. It's comfortable. I get it. But yeah, I just needed to be hard. moving. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I made an appointment with the eye doctor. Um, I'll cut the rest of it a little bit short. But yeah, I saw an eye doctor later that afternoon. I didn't get much in terms of answers, but they said my eyes looked okay. And then, yeah, I kind of like sucked it up Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. My vision didn't get any better. Uh, I got I got this eye patch that you see here on Amazon, uh, much more comfortable. And uh, yeah, Monday comes along. I made another appointment with an eye doctor. Luckily, a, a better eye doctor, and they could see me right away. And yeah, they did the same test on my eye. By the way, the tests on the eye involved like eye drops uh, twice. They had to dilate my eyes. Oh, yeah. They had a device that presses up against your eyeball. Ugh. I am sensitive to eye stuff. No way would I ever do contacts in my life. Yeah, but no. they had a machine that went right up to my eyeball and you have to sit there with your eye open. It was like a, a horror movie. Yeah. Um, had to do that for the second time. So in total, eight sets of eye drops. <laughs> no, four, four per eye and twice had my eyeballs touched. And yeah, so um, on Monday, same thing. Eyes look good, but she was able to give me... Um, Basically what what I have, which is I think they called it a sixth nerve palsy. Uh, basically, the nerve that controls my, my the muscles that move my eye around is like seized. And so this left eye just can basically stare forward so I can see with it. But if I try to move my eyes around, this eye doesn't really move all that well to the left. Um, it does from what I've been, when I've heard it moves to the right, it moves up, it moves down. It does not move left. So basically if I don't have my eye patch on and I look to my left, it's just complete mess. If I look to my right, I'm okay in like near vision. Um, but right now I wear the eye patch because yeah, the left eye just confuses everything. If I look to the right, to the left, my right eye will go left and my left eye looks straight and it's, Ugh. it's a disturbing, it's a disturbing image. So, um, yeah, I've been using the eye patch. Uh, this is day. What is this? This is day 12 now. Oof. <laughs> so I made it to the next podcast, uh, but I haven't had any other symptoms. I did freak out about five days ago because I started feeling like, you know, when you kill a spider or something and then you get a little like heebie jeebie. Sure. I was taking like a few too many showers because the hot water made me feel better. And I think my my left side was getting a little dry on the skin and I started to think I was getting numb. Which, oh, of God. course, was making me feel even more numb. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm about to, like, have a stroke or something like that. I was, like, freaking out. Um, but then once it passed, I've been fine. So mm. I haven't had any other symptoms, but I can't see. So, um, 
Life well, is kind of on hold. Glad right you're now. healthy. Hopefully, this is your short term pass, and you know it'll be gone before you know it. Just a patch. Yeah, we'll see show to show. Maybe next week I'll be able to see you in all your glory. We'll see. But yeah, it you totally still, sucks. I've been, I've been able to play games, but that that but blows my fucking mind, John. You don't give up. You're a fucking trooper, and you're still out there playing video games. Like I if know. that was me, I wouldn't do anything. I would just like sleep. Shit. I, that's what I eat. did. I mean, the first four days I sat in my chair, I kind of closed my eyes or whatever. I listened to so many podcasts. Um, I listened to the entirety of Midlife SideQuest. And then um, I've been listening to a lot of murder podcasts, just doing a lot of listening to things. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm able to play some games. I'll talk about more of the, the kinds of game I played later. But yeah, um, if I don't have my eye patch on, sometimes I can hold my switch a little to my right and like try to be okay. But I have to look to my right, so my head's actually looking a little to the left. It's weird. I try well, not to wear the eye patch when I when I don't have to. But if I really need to see or I'm working, which I've had to do this past week, the eye patch makes things possible. Next week, I might have to drive. <laughs> so we'll see. Did they say that was okay to drive? I mean, I really shouldn't be driving, but if I if I take it really slow or whatever, I don't know. I'm a little nervous about it, but we'll see. We're, we're going to the Mario movie April 5th. Yes. And I need to drive because we have a uh, several extra kids. And huh. I don't just, know if it's the smartest thing in the world, but just put all your kids in your car that way. If you crash, just, at least I know. feel guilty. I mean, I would have to take my kids and have Michelle drive the the other kids. About I'm nervous about it. Just take What's that? Take an Uber. Yeah, I don't know. I've yeah, never done I, that before. I, I, I don't know. You've never I'll, we'll Uber? figure it out. I don't know. Who has an Uber? We'll That's like saying you haven't shit. I just, well, we have two cars, you know. I just don't need to do it. Okay, but anyway, how have you been doing? A little better? Yeah, I'm doing well. I've been playing lots of games. I did I, I did a thing. So every, you, you have cats. You don't get it. They shit in a nice little pile for you, and then you scoop mm. it and you throw it away. Mostly. Well, in the winter, John, as you know, it's cold, it's rainy, it's snowy. Nobody wants to pick up dog shit in the winter. So what happens is it accumulates. And I pick it up, like, on the first nice day of, like, early, early spring, end of the winter. So that happened over the last two weeks. John, when I tell you I picked up, God, over a hundred shits, I am not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, think about it. I probably haven't picked up a dog shit since Christmas. And I mean, think about it. How many times a day do you poop? Sometimes two day at times, you know? My dog's been yeah. pooping two times yeah. a day. It it was so much shit that, like, and what I do is I live in the woods, right? So I have a fenced-in yard, and it's all wood. So I just get like, a little shovel, I scoop it up, and I just throw it into the woods. That's all I do, right? Mm -hmm. it's like, but I honestly was getting lightheaded. Probably from just like bending down, standing up, bending down. St like, like, there's no oh, yeah. easy way to do it. Like, I was like, oh my God, I did to sit down and rest. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. So I picked up a lot of dog shit. I did that. That was a highlight. And then today, <laughs> today was spring. Oh, speaking of dog shit, I think I'm going to have a problem. I'm going to, I'm going to have the hand bone problem. I found that there's something shitting on my dog's shit. What? Right? Yeah, so there must be like a rabbit or something that smells my dog's shit. And like, I'm going to shit on top of that. It must be like a dominant thing. I don't know. But there are these little nuggets. 
And it's like, I hope this is not a bunny because now ah. I'm going to be starting. The, the Drew's, you know, wildlife preserve is starting back up. It's coming. It's springtime. This is when everything starts. Uh, so we'll see what comes with that. Um, that today Can we talk I did more a... about shitting on shit. Like that really shitting is. On shit. Is that the most dominance in nature that's possible? It's got to be. Like imagine that. Like imagine just like should I do that? Like if if my kids or wife takes a shit, should I be like whoa 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 whoa? Don't flush that. I'm gonna take a shit on that. Okay. Time out. Time out. We got to talk about something. Sure. Did you ever go to a public bathroom? Mm. And you go into a stall and there's just a giant shit in the toilet and the person just didn't flush. It's not broken. It's like someone just did it and was proud and just left it for the next person. So what is that? So the better question is, do you flush it and then shit? Or do you say, oh, fuck that and walk out? I usually flush. I usually flush. But maybe shit on their shit to establish more dominance and leave that. It's a great point. And then just and then walk away. <laughs> and it's like a different color, you know? And then when someone comes in, you're like, wow, this person's either fucked up or did somebody shit on a shit? It's a good point. Uh, last Have week, you ever I done that? Tell- be, on- be honest. Gauntlet. This, this, here, gauntlet Gaunt- question. Okay. You get one question. Okay. Have okay, you yeah. ever shit in a public bathroom and just left it on display? 100%. Be honest. You 100%. have done that. Yeah. Wow. If it's, if it's proud... You, you let the, if I'm proud of that, I let it linger. How many people in the Discord will admit to doing? That? I have never done that. I've I've, I've never done shits. that. Okay, I you, you, plural now. You're talking plural. I've You've done this multiple once. times. Oh yeah. Right, I'm gotta, one of those. Can... I'm not afraid to shit out in public. I mean, I shit a word. I shit a pub. If you have to shit, it's not healthy to hold it in. You gotta go right. Drew, all of these things are correct, but flush after. That's the question here. We're not talking about you pooping in public. It's dominance. You're loud and proud. Wow. All right. We got to make this a whole topic now. I need to know more. I I need to do some research on this. Well, last weekend, John, I celebrated my 36th 36th birthday. Ooh, losing track of the number already. I'm I'm scared of the Magic 40. Um, I got a couple (laughs) plushies. I got um, Pom Pom. If you don't know who Pom Pom is, if you know Boom Boom, right? Everyone knows Boom Boom from um, Mario Strikers or from Super Mario 3, right? Boom Boom, you know. I remember the like name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like a coupling, right? Um, but he's not. Well, Pom Pom is the female version. I think she first came about in one of like the 3D World games. Um, she's kind of like the pink head, little green hair. I'm looking at her. She's over there. I got her, and then I also got the blue Bowser. I promised I was gonna do gonna do a talk. I didn't get a chance to do the talk. But Blue Bowser, for those that don't know who Blue Bowser is, Blue Bowser first appeared as the final boss in the lost levels. Um, that's who he is. They say it's Bowser's brothers, his brother. I don't know if you can confirm that really? or not. Really? But look up Blue Bowser. I'm gonna this should be a great TikTok. This is gonna, this is what's gonna make us famous, John. I'm gonna do the Blue Bowser talk. I just I haven't got to it yet. Huh. Um, but then I also got probably my favorite birthday present, probably the favorite gift I've ever received. I think I shared it on Discord. I got a Pokemon card of my dog, Goomba. <laughs> and it's just the coolest thing in the world. Um, <laughs> the best part is my kids came up with the um, the two attacks. And the first one my daughter came up with is called Super Snooze. <laughs> and then Evan came up with Trackle. 
bite. And it says Goomba runs fast and bites hard. I mean, this thing is just an absolute gem. It's a uh, bomb. Can, you, can uh, you use that in tournament play? I mean, I, I, 999 HP. That's right. Goomba's the best card. Goomba's and you can't see it, but like on the camera, it has a real Pokemon backing. Like you could put oh, this it, in your oh, deck. Oh, yeah. It, it's... Yeah. It's it's a they did a really good job. Uh, my wife tried it on Etsy, and she said like they turned around in like a week. Uh, they just asked for a picture of the dog, and then they they must you know I don't know animate the dog into a Pokemon looking person. I don't know, but <laughs> so great. The last thing I'll say today was spring cleaning day. It was fucking gross, John. I had to clean my bathroom sinks right and as, as being a man right when you shave i mean all that hair just goes down your drain right and the simple solution is you just want to put like drano or something down there mm. but no i got my hands dirty Clean it. i had to unscrew the trap in the bottom and like Heck yeah the smell and shit that came out of that <laughs> like was unfathomable how often just, do you do it it sounds like you don't do it that often i don't i don't do it nearly enough i feel like i do it every like four to six months for I, for like all feel, four sinks. I feel like I do it when I see that the water's not going down fast enough. Right, yeah. But mine hasn't been going down for quite some time and I've been just lazy. And then I did oh, my wife yeah. cuz I, you know. I mean, if you think about it, like the certain bathrooms in the house probably won't need it as often. But mm-hmm. my downstairs bathroom that's just, you know, like it's just people washing their hands. There's probably not a lot of muck in there. Exactly. Um, if you shave or you have a woman, it's going to get caught up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I do my shower drain quite a bit, but I never really do the other drains. Yeah, my my the drain that uh, Cedric and Sebastian share. I very rarely do I have to clean that out. Mm. Mine because I shave. Yep. Um, although I, I used to when I used to buzz before I shaved, I would just do it in the sink and just go down the drain. Mm. Now I I do it dry and I pick it up and I throw it in the, in the garbage just to save all of that. And I'm like, why did I never do this before? I do that. I'll put like a paper towel, like like maybe two of them. And I'll put that like in the sink. Right. And then you just kind of shave over it. I I do that. I do that when my beer is in a little bit long, but like when it's, you know, if I straight razor, it's hard to do that. Right. You just do it. Yeah. Yeah. I've, uh, I've done it for my wife and I don't know what products or something she uses, but, and, and I agree. Like I've got a whole bucket and I've got the whole twisty thing. I use it. For hers, every so often, I don't know why. I maybe someone in the audience can tell me. I will undo the the latch, mm-hmm. and it, it looks like it looks like a worm. It is like <laughs> like a white worm. It smells nauseating. Mm. You know those little toys that come in a tube and it's liquidy, and you kind of squeeze it and it goes up, and it, you just it's got those are old school. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it looks like, mm. and it's like some combination of the products, maybe moisturizer or whatever that she uses. It, yeah, and it's like she gets a worm. Yeah, I know what you're saying. It is disgusting. So like I have her, like I unscrew the thing and I say, okay, now you put it in there because I am not dealing with your worm mm. thing. Speaking um, of this. You know, cleaning your your drain and your pipe and all this shit talk. Have you ever done like a full blown colon cleanse? <laughs> like, like I'm talking about the stuff that like pulls the film off your anus. So like when you shit, it's like like a lot. It's like it's like if you took a giant yeah. turd and put it in a condom, right? Like you could like pick it up and it's just okay. You feel so free. Yeah, you know I've I've gotten that done one time in my life. Mm. I thought I was having some issues down there and it was just one of the things I tried. It turned out being an anxiety disorder. Mm. And yeah, you walk in and you have to sit on this tube 
And it is the most uncomfortable thing in the world. But then once they start pumping water in and out, that's what you're talking about, right? Like an enema uh, type thing? I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I'm oh, you're talking doing about different? drinking a couple smoothies and shit and just. Oh, no, 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 no. You're talking this about is, something totally different. This is like full on enema thing. And they will like pump water into your up your butt, into your lower intestines. And then it then comes out and it is like sitting there and like constantly pooping. Because your your body naturally expunges the water over and over again, but but it, it after a while it starts to feel very relaxing. You can actually see in a window underneath you all the shit coming out. A window, yeah. Is this, is this yeah. real? Is this real life? It's an enema. Yeah, that's what an enema is. I mean, I gotta be honest. I should be turned off here, but I, I'm fucking into this. Like, it's pretty. I, I, it's pretty. I, I, it's pretty relaxing. Where do I sign up? I mean, when I first walked in, I think I might have done it twice, but I think I only did it once. But yeah, like you walk in and they they say, OK, you got to sit down and get the tube up. And I mean, so you have to like, you know, oh, my God. And it's like fully Vaseline and whatever. It is not a natural thing I'll at all. I'll tell you what. This sounds fantastic. <laughs> you and I can do it together sometime. Can we hold hands? We can hold hands. All right. Maybe I mean, I'm, I'm sure, sure there's some Denver. people out there this, that have done it. Can you schedule this when I come out to Denver? Is this something that we I, can... Yeah. No, no. Wait, what something. did you guys do with Oh, we shoved stuff up our ass. <laughs> I I will guarantee you it's probably a healthy thing to do once a year or whatever, clean it out. Oh, just like just like getting out. like a yeah, I mean but like still it's not a comfortable thing that you want to do. Mm. Well, I'm glad we had this conversation. This is I feel been, baited into it. This has been quite <laughs> the the intro. Um, what a shitty intro. What a shitty intro. Let's just move right into our Manscaped ad. How about that, John? <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs> because as we talked about spring cleaning, spring has sprung, and our friends at Manscaped have the best tools for some spring cleaning. They've already helped men everywhere tidy up all the nooks and crannies of their bodies' basement. But this year, Manscaped can help them get the perfect presentation on that beautiful face with the new Beard Hedger Pro Kit. Make sure all the men <laughs> in your life... <laughs> Look their best, best this spring by using the code NINDADS, N-I-N-D-A-D-S. 20% off and free shipping at manstate.com. Now, really quick, I just want to say with this. Don't say you've already bought your stuff because there's so many new products that keep coming out, right? You got the Weed Whacker 2.0. You still have the lawnmower. You got the Beard Hedge Trimmer Pro Kit, right? John, you use that weekly. I love it. It's great. Mm, um, yeah. The the like I said, the weed whacker, which is really for your nose and ears. It's so easy to use. It's a little intimidating at first, like we said, but it's it's uh it's 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 easy. It's easy peasy. Bullshit. You, the... you said before the show you've never used it. No, 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 no. You're going to use it. I tried it. I said I tried it. It's very intimidating because I've never used one before. But yeah, the yeah. weed whacker makes it a little less intimidating, is what I'm saying. It's but an I'm experience. Still intimidated. That's, it's an experience. That's Every guy. Thing. Every guy should use one, whether it's the weed whacker or whatever, but we're going to recommend the weed whacker. Every guy should use it. You're going to start growing hair and nose hair. My, mm -hmm. my father-in-law has so much hair in his ears and why nose. Do you, why don't you buy him one? 20% off. How do you do that? What do you do? Like for Christmas? Yeah. And like, you know, I why don't, don't know. you do this? Anonymous. Put it under the tree for Christmas. Just mm -hmm. don't put a name on it. Oh, it can make him feel horrible. Imagine being in a room and you know, someone in there got that for you and no one wants to say it. It'd be feeling embarrassing. I right, wanted to take him to the bed. So, hey. Listen, I got this for free. I did it on a podcast. You can lie. I, I work for podcasts. Gives me stuff. I, do you want this? I mean, it's it's not like a secret. I know. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll get my brother in law and I'll ask him, and he'll yeah. say I don't need it, and then we'll end up with him and go, Hey, do you want this? Yeah. But if, what if he says no? 
then that's I, fine. Right. Do you think you could use this on your anus? You know, we talked about this. I would not try it. I would not recommend <laughs> no, it. No, oh, no, no, no. Thought about it for a second. No, no. Uh, no. Anyways, uh, <laughs> go get your Manscaped stuff. Uh, 20% off Nindads. <laughs> Nindads. And we got a new sponsor this week. We do. Imagine that. Imagine that. Kanzuri. Fellas, have you ever wished you were a little bit taller? Maybe you matched on Tinder, but her profile says, must be over six feet. Maybe your date wants to wear heels, but she can't because it will make her taller than you. Maybe your date also has Kanzuri. Well, I got the short kings covered with today's sponsor, Kanzuri. Kanzuri makes shoes that make you up to 2.8 inches taller without anyone knowing. Look, girls get heels, makeup, and push-up bras. Why can't men get a boost in confidence, too? We're all the same height lying down anyway, if you know what I mean. For a limited time only, our is that true? For a limited time only, our listeners get an extra 15% off order with the code NINDADS at Kanzuri.com. That's C-O-N-Z-U-R-I.com. The site is already 30% off. And with our code, you get an extra 15%. That's 45% off of your entire order. Support our show and check them out. Kanzuri, that's C-O-N-Z-U-R-I.com. And use the code NINDADS. Drew? NINDADS. You and I both got these shoes. We did. We did. I, let me let me say this: um, the shoes are very are very well made. They're quality products. Um, I went with the white, John. What color did you go with? I went with the black. You went with the black. Um, they do hide the the best way I can describe these is the shoe itself does not look that much taller. The way they kind of sneak you know <laughs> sneaker into it um, is that the sole inside. So think about like. The sole is much higher inside the shoe, right? So it right. feels a little weird at first because your actual shoes only your foot's only going like a foot into the shoe versus a like a, an ooh, inch rather than like the shoe go up to your heel, right? It's just it, it it's just yeah. it, it's a little yeah. bit different, but the actual shoe itself, its quality, it looks it looks good. Uh, it's very comfortable. Um, it does have a little bit getting used to with you definitely have like your toes are lower than your heel. So it has that little bit of heel type feel, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, but very comfortable. Very comfortable. If this is something that you're in the market for, uh, I recommend it. I'll say that. Yep. They, it's funny because it looks like my normal shoe, mm. uh, which is probably why I got black. Because I'm like, oh, and I, and I needed new shoes. But these are definitely like lifts. And it, it, it's like... It gave me like a couple of inches. I felt like, mm. and it's like the the heel, the heel or the the, the back mm. is going to be a little bit stiffer than a sneaker um, because you're on a platform. But it's a kind of shoe that I told Michelle. I said I want to wear it if we're going somewhere formal or you know, just somewhere like I don't know restaurant or whatever. I could feel a little bit taller. Yeah, but it's you know not something I'm... you're going to wear day to day. Yeah, you know what? Maybe you are. Maybe you'll wear it when you're shooting hoops with the boys. Give you a little extra advantage. There's always oh, yeah. a way to find a way to use it. Yeah. Yeah. So these are useful. These are a tool. These are like a go out type tool. Mm. Head into the club. Head into um, the club. Yeah. Kanzuri. Kanzuri. Where did they get that name from? Is that just a, an original name? I don't know. Maybe it's something know. backwards. Irizunat. Iruznak. <laughs> Well, now, time to cause some mayhem. Monthly mayhem. First thing I want to announce, we got a YouTube update. 
Drew, today we hit 200 subscribers on our mm. YouTube channel. Yes! Yeah, 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 yeah! Uh, it's a modest goal, but I'm proud of it. Our our review channel has been... My review channel has been... <laughs> <laughs> I've, my, done one, I've done one review out of like the 75. Maybe I two? don't think it's on the channel, though. I think you do that for Nintendo Dads. Oh, fuck. You're right. The yeah, poker one. You did one. like a 30-second review, but it was for... It so was proud for the of that, channel. too. That was good. Um, yeah, Game it's... Sucked. I want to say this. 200 doesn't sound like a lot. It is a lot. It is hard to do. And and we have gone years to get mm. there. It took a long time to get to 100 just to get the name. But what makes 200 so great is that in the old days of our channel, my channel, that there would be, I would do a 30 second review. I would take four hours to put it together. I play through the game. I record an hour of footage. Um, oftentimes I would finish the game, but I'm not going to count that against my review. Then you got to like, I write my script and then I read my script and then I edit the video and then I have to make a thumbnail. There's a lot of work to it. Mm. And I would know. get like 13 views of a review. I'd get nine, nine views of review and it sucks. And I'm not the only content creator that has to go through that. It sucks when nobody's looking at your content. But you know that the only thing you can do is just keep going. It sucks at first. Just keep making reviews. And slowly over this time that I've been doing this, I will get. I mean, if you look at our our most recent season, mm. I mean, hundreds of views. And that doesn't seem like a lot, but hundreds of views way better. Yes. Than what we're getting before. And like, I know the, um, the sport, <laughs> I feel so bad, but the sports story review, um, easily became my highest one. Um, that got like 2.6 thousand views. Um, but all the other ones of like 400, 400, 300, almost 300, even life is strange too. got 285 views. So I'm proud. I'm Should proud. If you, proud. if you go back to season one, my view counts are, I mean, look, 41, 102. Okay. That's good. 25. 17 hmm. 18 like that's just you know yeah so uh 200 is awesome and right now i have 69 videos on the channel what a perfect yeah. time to hit 200 so thank you for that um i hope people like the reviews they don't come out super awesome often they, they come out when they come out um you know but i love doing them i have fun doing them i continue to do them sometimes i think about stopping and then i'll do another one it's just like i just want to do it so so they they keep coming also, we have merch. Check out our merch store. We got stickers. We got shirts. We got products. We got iPhone cases. You can get to our merch store at bit.ly. That's B-I-T dot L-Y slash dads dash merch dash shop. Um, we got four or five designs right now. Um, we'll probably change them up in the future, but um, there's some cool stuff up there. So we've we've gotten some people that have gotten them. Thank you. And uh, yeah. That's good. And now this is what the segment's named after. Drew, give us an update on our monthly mayhem. Monthly mayhem update. Herbie returned to dreamland. That's what we're playing, folks. We're playing a few different challenges, we could call them. Remember, we're playing the ninja dojo, the bomb challenge, the sword challenge, and then the missions. Um, I just want to clarify some things as well. There was a little bit of modification to the scoring system to make sure it was even um, and and really achievable, I guess you'd say. So mm -hmm. one thing I want to be clear about is the missions. Um, 100. 100 missions. That's how many there are. And we did it for you trying to get one full point for every 10 missions complete. 
So, for example, if you did 69 missions, you did 6.9 points. Ah. Right? Made sense. Ah. Um, but let me give you a little update because we have one. Um, Nintendo is leading the charge. He has all 100 missions complete, and he's in first place in the Ninja Dojo, the Bomb Challenge. Where did this Challenge. come from? Nintendo? This is like the game for him. Um, which means the rest of us need to get our shit together to bring Nick down. Um, we did some submissions from Darth Platypus, Bob Cousy, myself, and Hambone. John, I do not see you on there. Um, you got your shit together. I'm going to get it in. I'm going to get it in. Mm. One thing said. I want to talk about is the new concept for Monthly Mayhem. And I'll tell you what, I like this concept. It may stay for the future. And it is called Fluffer Points. Look at them as bonus points. What a fluffer point does, as I have told you, as introduced myself as the Mayhem Fluffer in the past, fluffer points encourage you guys to submit scores throughout the Mayhem tournament. I gave everyone the opportunity, if you submitted a score by last Saturday, then you would get an extra bonus point per challenge. Which means, if you waited to the last day and you got first place in everything, you could still lose. Because you didn't get the fluffer points. So, encouragement to submit, 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 submit your scores. Um, this has been a lot of fun. We've got April 9th as our last day, so make sure you submit your scores. Now, remember, this is back to the traditional um, random lottery as well. So, if you don't win all of your other scores, you'll get lottery balls for and still get a chance. Um, but just submit your score. If you if you own this game and you're playing it, you'd be silly not to submit because you still have a chance to win the extra ten dollar eShop card. Right. Um, just submit. That's the beauty of mayhem. That's it, John. That's all we got. All right. Awesome. Um, that ends April 9th, which is just a few days after the uh, Mario movie. That's going to be a great episode, by the way. We get to talk about the Mario movie next time. Right. We get to talk about the, the monthly mayhem. It's going to be good. Mm. It's my sister's birthday, too, by the way. Look at that. It's time to talk about what we've been playing. What have we been playing? I've been a bit limited, Drew, but mm. I think I still played more than you. Well, I'm going to start off with... It's busy. <laughs> Maybe. Um, I'm going to start off with the one game that I was playing for quite a while, while I could only sort of play sideways with one eye. And that was a little game that I started playing right before I went blind. And that is Pokemon Sword. Mm. I don't. Did I talk about why I'm playing Pokemon Sword? I'm not sure you have. I'm playing I'm Pokemon what? Sword for a couple reasons. One is I wanted to play a Pokemon game and I, I just Scarlet and Violet. I just am not into the jank. I have heard there's going to be another patch in April. Uh, so we'll see. But uh, exactly. <laughs> but also I had lost my um, Pokemon Shield save data. Devastating. Yeah. And you were playing Sword. So I decided shield. I'm going to play. You're playing shield. Okay. Yes. So I decided I'm going to play the other game that I didn't play and I'm going to do it with a different starter. Everything went according to plan, except as my Sobble started to evolve, I realized, oh God, this is, this is who I picked the first time I did pick Sobble <laughs> thought I had picked score bunny, but no, cause I recognize him when he gets his final evolution. He just looks Ooh, so weird. Yeah. He's yeah. Skinny fraud looking guy. Yeah, powerful starter, but yeah, I, I so I feel kind of annoyed. But either way, I should have picked Grookey. Uh, um, but yeah, so I, I ended up doing all the gyms, uh, rolled credits, uh, then did a little the Touché. little post game, 
um, got the the final credits, and I think I think I'm good. Like I enjoyed trying to fill my Pokedex the first time I played this game, and I did. Um, you have to find the right weather, the right time frames, the right days, the evolutions, all that stuff. I actually did enjoy that. I don't think I can do it a second time. That's fair. I could certainly. I'm, I'm at it about a hundred Pokemon, which I think I think the Pokedex is what? Is it four hundred or is 400. it four hundred? I got it. I feel like I've caught a lot, but I think it's easy to catch Pokemon at the end of the game. Um, you get sort of like a decently leveled Pokemon and you just sort of. Well, I like I like how the but... I like how the Pokedex tells you what's available and where it's available based on the weather and everything that's going on. So right. you go to your Pokedex and it will show you four Pokemon and then it will show you them on the map and it will show you where they can be found. Yeah. So it's like what's better than that to just if you want to just sit in like the grind in mode and like go to that area, find it, go to the area, find it. And after you do those four, it refreshes with four more. Yeah. And then like you throw with like three weak Pokemon on your on your party and you just grind them up and they evolve and then you take yep. them out and you know, all that stuff. I just don't think I can do it a second time. So I, I feel really good where I got, um, I got the evolved Pokemon and stuff like that. I also decided I was going to play the DLC. Maybe I held back. I didn't buy it yet. And I just don't know if I want to play the DLC. I think, I think I'm not going to play the DLC. So I'm really glad I didn't get super excited up front and buy it and then not play it. Um, so, yeah, I think I'm good, but I could come back to it. I don't know. I, I had fun. It is a much easier game than I remembered. Mm. And going through the gyms, I kept sending you pictures every time I finished part of the gym. Uh, like mm. I finished another gym and it was like, boom, boom. But I was it like was, two or three was a like day. 45 minutes like later. I know it, it really goes fast. So I think no. this game significantly easier than uh, Starlight and Violet. Yeah. Like, I remember playing Starlight and Violet. I actually died a lot and like I struggled with killing certain gym leaders and mm -hmm. um but yeah. The other thing too is a lot of this game is the challenge of each gym is just the the trail to get to the next gym. Mm. And you could technically probably run past a lot of the trail, but you won't you won't grind enough. Correct. But basically I would I would do the trail. I would fight every trainer I saw and I would go in the weeds and try to catch some Pokemon or whatever. And then you get to the town and then you can pretty much fight the gym. Yeah. Whereas other Pokemon games, oftentimes there's like little mysteries you have to solve and whatever, mm. but for the gym's open or you get there and the trainer's gone. This one was pretty much like you get to the town. It's like, okay, what do I have to do? And it's like, oh no, I can just go to the gym. Yeah. And, and some of the gym missions were pretty easy. But it's fine. I, it was relaxing. It wasn't frustrating. I didn't get lost like I usually do in older Pokemon games. So I was fine. Mm -hmm. um, so I think it is my favorite Pokemon, although I will acknowledge it's probably not the best Pokemon. But yeah, it's just yeah. relaxing. It's smooth. It performs well. Uh, the it, Pokemon it look really good. I don't know. I just like well, it. Let me. I'll pick it back off of you. Um, I wrote Pokemon Sword here, but it is actually Shield. Um, yeah, I, I've been been playing this game nonstop as well, and I agree. This is my favorite. I haven't played a ton, but it is my favorite. Um, but John, I'm a fucking Pokemon master, baby. I got them all. I got them all. All four hundred of those bastards. Mm -hmm. Um, I have to say thank you, thank you, thank you to Frosticles. Um, he helped me out big time with the last really like 20 so maybe that you just you can't get because of sword right um and whatnot so when my son was there like watching us trade it like he was like getting so pumped um i then after i did all those i went up my shiny charm 
and I, I've always wanted, in all the Pokemon games I said, I said, I always, always, always wanted a red, shiny Gyarados. Like, that's what I wanted. I've never had one, and I had all these other shinies. So, I do have a shiny Ditto. And little did I know, if you start making some eggs with a shiny Ditto and just a regular uh, Gyarados, it bumps up your percentage, like, to 1 in 64 chance of an egg hatching into a shiny. So I did that. I just started making eggs after eggs after eggs, and uh, I got my fucking shiny magic tarp, and I was so excited, and I made them. I gave them like one or two candies after, bam, shiny Gyarados, and I was pumped. Uh, I love this game. This game was a ton of fun. I ended up with, I have like 20 shinies now. I've been playing. I played most of the the first DLC, which is the Owls of Armor. I'm pretty much done with that one. I did pretty much everything there is to do. You have to find the little Diglich, which is really fun. You have to take Kubfu, and you can take him to the Water Tower, the Dark Tower, and level him up and evolve him. I did that. You could get one of the three original starters. I think I took uh, Bulbasaur. Um, a lot of fun stuff to do on that island. I collected almost all the Pokemon. I think I collected 150 out of 200 on that island. That's cool. Uh, and then I played a little bit of the Crown Tundra. Not all of it. I only did like probably 25% of that. But I also have like 100 Pokemon from that one. I have like 600 Pokemon that I've talked. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'll probably go back and finish it eventually. My kids keep asking me, but I Pokemon out, John. I'm fucking, I put 90 something hours into this game. Um, it's more I'm, fun when you're just catching, 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 catching. Yeah. And then when it becomes, you're trying to find a few it becomes it's, frustrating. It is. It is. So you are tempting me, though. I, 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 I do want to see what those. If if I think this is my favorite game, I do want to see what those DLCs are. Maybe I'll the see DLCs if they put them fun. on a sale or something. The DLCs are fun. Like I said, the Isle of Armor is really cool. There's, there's, um, it's fun to see the different type of Pokemon running around. Like I said, there's a few things. There's, like I said, you get Trubfu, which I don't even know who he is. He's like that little like, ninja. Little, he's cute. He's a cute little like panda looking, not panda, but he's a cool looking dude. Um, if you collect the diglets, which are just random little diglets on the ground that you have to just go up to and hit A, um, you can get Incineroar if you get, and then if you collect all of them, I, it, that was like, it's like every 10 diglets you find, you get a new Pokemon. Okay. And I think Incineroar is like the second to last tier. And I think the very last tier you get, what's that? Dudtro? What's like the diglet that has like the hair? I don't well, know what Doug it's Trio is the evolution. Doug Trio. I forget what the girl version is. Oh. Oh, but I don't, you, you just get more like you need Pokemon every time you do that. So maybe I'll maybe I'll look into it. You're tempted. It's not nearly as long. Yeah. When I played Pokemon uh, Shield, I beat it before the DLC got announced, obviously. Yeah. So like I got to see like I got to catch that that one. Um, uh, what was it? It's a uh, slow poke or something that oh, they yeah, introduced yeah. the DLC for. Yeah. So it was kind of it was kind of neat. Um. And I can do them both now because I think the Tundra is after you beat the game. The okay. Isle of Armor, you can actually do before you even do a single gym. You can actually go to the Isle oh, of Armor. Okay, so, cool. um, yeah, maybe I will. We'll see. We'll, we'll down the road. All right. All right. What else have you been playing? Well, I, I've been playing Kirby. Um, I rolled credits. We played the entire game, four players with our kids. We And we collected all of the little cards there. So we 100%ed the main storyline of the game um, by beating that. Spoiler alert, if you're listening. Um, you unlock a few things. You unlock um, hard mode, essentially, which is the same game. We have to find all the stupid cards again. And you have like less life. 
Um, you also unlock the arena, which is a um, like boss rush mode. And then you also unlock a new addition to the game, like Magalore, which is the guy in there, like a story mode um, of him, which we mm-hmm. didn't beat, but we started playing that. So, um, yeah, beat that game, cool. roll credits, and then I'll say another one before I talk to some other games really quick. We started today, Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze, John. Today? today. Right, what do you think? Uh, great. I only played it three levels. Um, because the kids can't play, it's really a two-player game, so I need the wife we're playing and making them watch. So I think they were getting a little aggravated. Like, we want to play. I was like, well, two players, you can't play. It's too hard for them, too. It's really it, hard. It is hard, it, and that's what it is. I've never been a big Donkey Kong guy playing these games, but it's fun, but hard. Um, you can have them help you to find, like, the letters, the Kong letters yeah. and whatever. Even just pretend like you don't see them on the screen. Let them scream it out, and you go, oh, I didn't see that. Thank you, you know? Yeah, no, yep, great point, great point. So, yeah, been playing that. Uh, before I talk about the other two games in depth, what about you? I'm playing. I played Super Mario World, and ah, good game. I played this. You asked me earlier why did you play Super Mario World. I had it on my backlog, and I had it there because I don't remember if I ever beat the game when I was a kid. I was not a finisher of games. I would own these games, but I just move on to something else. And I played a lot of sports games. So I wasn't sure if I actually finished this game. Not that I'd be like, a, I think it would be a challenge or anything. But the other real big reason is I don't really know the secrets of this game. If I played it as a kid, I definitely yeah. didn't. I never got to Star World or any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I hear people talk about these things all the time. Oh, did you did you get all 96 exits on, on Super Mario World and whatever? And it's like, I, I know I didn't. So I want to see all the levels that I probably haven't played before. And it's on Nintendo Switch Online, so you can use Rewind. And that's what I have done. When I have played Nintendo Switch Online games, I played Castlevania Bloodlines recently. Um, I played through, uh, not Musha, I played through Zero Wing uh, a couple months ago. I'll just use Rewind. I am there to see the game, experience the game. I'm not there for some NES hard challenge. And I had a really good time. Uh, Played through all the levels. I tried not to use a guide for the longest time. Um, I was finding the secret exits and the tutorials were telling you, and I didn't even know this, that the red dots on the map meant there was two exits. Okay, cool. So that's, I love when games Mm. let you, they hint to you that there's a secret. Don't show me where the secret is. If you just tell me what level it's in, I'll go find it. But give me a, you know, I want to know if I should keep looking or not. Yeah, agreed. Um, I had a great time with this. I did consult a guide a few times on some things. Um, They were really weird and tricky sort of things. And I ended up at 95. Um, The completion on this game is 96. I've spent, I won't even joke, hours comparing my map to online maps. (sighs) Trying a few levels a second time. Like, did I finish that level? I don't know. My map seems complete. I can get to the star points everywhere and exit them. I don't know why it's 95 and not 96. I'm wondering if um, the game only saves when you finish like ghost castles mm-hmm. and bosses. And like, I don't know. Is it possible that maybe I did a level that didn't save? That was my 96, but the game's not saving it. Does it, I don't does it know. say at the save stream that you have 95? Yeah. When you go to the title oh, screen, okay. it says no. 95. Everything everything is opened up i mean all the red dotted levels all have two two exits sorry have two exits um i'm I'm comparing them i don't see any difference i'm just thinking that there is 
some level which I don't know has maybe an exit that really doesn't lead to anywhere and so I I can't see that I didn't do it because it doesn't it doesn't like raise a flag or anything yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's not it's a little like half-assed so I but I feel like I've done every level so I don't feel like I'm missing something I don't know what it is and I actually thought it was the Yoshi when you start off Super Mario World you're in Yoshi's house and I don't know if you actually get put there. I can't remember. And you leave it and then you can go left or right. And I was like, oh, my God, I never did his house. But that wasn't it. I feel like I've done everything. But for some reason, maybe it's just not saving my 96. So I'm a little disappointed. I know I did it. I feel accomplished. But it's at 95. But I will say this. I really I have a new appreciation of Super Mario World. I feel like I understand how flying works and stuff like that. Because oh, some I'll of the mechanics. I'll never understand that with the tape. It's the cape is. Yeah, I, I will say this. The cape is confusing. But like when I was playing Mario Maker and they were using like Super Mario World mechanics, I wasn't really familiar. The twist jump thing. I had totally forgotten about that. Yeah. So now I understand the twist jump a little bit better. I love the the secret exits and looking for them. The Star World is cool. There's some neat little levels. And then after the Star World, I forget what they call it. Um, it's just kind of just crazy hard levels. But. Yeah, I mean, like, look, not a challenge. I used rewind the whole way, so forget it. Mm-hmm. Um, so rewind just really helps out. I wish the game had sort of a checklist or a flag or something. And future games did do that. I wish they had some way so I can say, look, I I can do everything in this game, but I just don't know what I'm missing. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say this. And remember, we talked about what our favorite Mario game was. I think we ended up saying Mario 2 was our favorite. Mm hmm. I always sort of regard if you ask me what my favorite Mario game, especially my favorite 2D Mario game, I usually will say Super Mario World. I say that because I always like the the transparency that you see, you know, the 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 level where you jump onto the fence and you hit the button oh, yeah. and you flip around. Yep, 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 yep. In my mind, that's what Super Mario World is. And I thought that was the first level. That no, is not the first. That's that much is not further. the first level. Yeah. yeah. And so my memories were a little weird. I, but I'll say this you don't get a sense of speed out of Mario. You know, when you hold down like the speed button, you usually mm-hmm. go pretty fast in this game. You don't go very fast at all with your speed button on. And I felt like the jumping was a little late. It wasn't like I wasn't in game mode or anything. It was fine, but it just, I don't know. My jumping felt a little bit off. I got to say this. I think super Mario three is better. And one day I'm going to do the same thing that I did for Mario World and do this for Super Mario 3. I don't know when it'll be. Mm-hmm. Maybe soon, maybe not. But I feel like there's more secrets and more diversity of secrets in Mario 3, even though really? I haven't I haven't done them all. I'd say I need no. To, I need to play through it. But Mario World was really about just finding the secret exit yep. in a bunch of different levels. And you kind of know what it's there. And it's always a keyhole thing or whatever. Where I feel like Mario 3 has the flute. And I feel like Mario three. I don't know. I I feel like I'll tell you what. I'll I, I I enjoy Mario three too. I mean I love Mario World too. But I I've never done what you just did either. So that's I should probably do that someday. I'll play Mario three alone with you, and we'll do a little it. special episode on it. How about that? Okay. So next time you when you want to play it, let me know, and I'll also play it. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm definitely I'm definitely going to do it. But yeah, right now if you told me what's the best two D Mario game, I think I have to say Mario. Th- Plus the mechanics are a lot closer. You go faster. It feels more familiar, like mm. the NES games. I don't know. So I, I think Mario 3 would be is a lot less time to beat than Super Mario World. Oh, you is. think so? 
Oh, I, I, I think significantly less. I felt like I went pretty fast, but I, I was really? using rewind, so I wasn't dying repetitively. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't know. Up. But yeah, we'll see. Super Mario right World now, Mario is about is five hours, nine and a half hours for completion. So under 10 hours. Yeah, but that's not with rewind. True. With rewind, you can get through it a lot faster. Oh, wow. Super Mario 3. Yes, yeah, Super Mario 3 is about five hours. Six hours for 100% completion. That's crazy. So there's a, yeah. There's a, a ton of secrets in that game. You're telling me it takes an hour to find every it's, secret? Uh, I, I don't think the levels are as long. And I, I yeah, I, I I don't think there's as many. There's not alternate. There's not as many like alternate levels because there's the overworld map that you can kind of see it. It's all laid out for you already. There's no okay. secret exits in, in three. Okay. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I, I'll definitely get in like a weekend. Yeah, let's do that next time. Oh, yeah. Let, let me okay. know. I'll play along with you. Okay. Um, what else you got? Well, I went ahead. Thank you to you because you told me it was on sale a while back. Mm. Um, I played through since last episode because I don't even think I told you I was playing it. The entirety of Ori <laughs> and the Will, the Will and the Wisp. <sighs> I mean, I played the Blind Forest and I and I loved it a long time ago. Will, and I just, Will, hold on. Will of the Wisps. Will of. Okay, I, I just butchered that, Ron. <laughs> Will. I'm going to make sure right, everyone understands the title. The Will of the Wisps. Yes. There you go. Okay. Um, and that, that makes perfect sense because of the story. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> this game has to be top three, would you say? Top five? Best visually looking game on the Switch? I didn't play it on the Switch. Uh, well, I played it on an Xbox. Well, it's still, I mean, it looked equally. I think it looks better. really good on the Switch too. Yeah. Um, the the way this game can tell a story with such little dialogue and just music is like like Oscar winning. I hate mm-hmm. I, I hate to say it that way. It, it it truly is. And you know me and dialogue, John. Like I hate it, but I don't mind a good story, right? So when you can tell me this awesome story in like. Only a couple cut scenes, very few dialogue. Like the way they put the dialogue on the screen and like a couple words with the music and it's like the fade in. It's just it's so simple and it draws you right in. Yeah. Um, and that's what made me want to keep playing this game. And that's saying a lot because I fucking hate like Metroidvania games. Mm-hmm. I just, they're not really for me. And and though this is one, I mean, I don't know. I, yeah, it is. It is one. Right. And it, it's it definitely is. There's something about the map screen that just works. You can, um, you can. I don't think you can do this in the first one, but you can go buy the map and it's all grayed out. So you know it. I mean, there's the secrets it doesn't show, but, and then you just like, let me go explore the map. Let me go find every nook and cranny. And yep. then it'll tell you the percentage of the map that you uncovered by each area. Yep. Um, the weapons, the upgrades, the triple jumps that you can unlock, the dashing, the grapple into enemies. You just always feel like, even in the beginning of the game, like, wow, like, I feel so powerful. Like, I can jump up there if I'm a good platformer. And then it's like, you get more stuff and more stuff and more abilities. And it's like, just when you think you're this like overpowered guy, you just keep going up, 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 and up. Mm-hmm. But you never feel like, you feel overpowered from like a platforming point of view, not from like a fighting point of view, if that makes sense. Correct. And it, and it it's just, it feels so good when you see this ledge way up there and way across the screen. You're like, how can I get there? Well, if I do like a double jump and then glide and then do a triple jump and then dash, I think I can make mm-hmm. it. And then yeah. like, when you hit it, you're like, oh my God, that's so like rewarding. Yeah. Um, 
with that being said, knowing that it's a Metroidvania game and the intent is not to tell you where to go, I wish it did a little bit better job of telling you where to go sometimes. There was legit one time, it was like two hours, and I'm just like going around trying to find stuff to do. And it was just a little bit annoying, like... You, you, it's it's hard to just Google like where do you go next because it is this like open worldish type. You could go different paths and do different things. Yeah. Um. And it, and it came down to me like just talking to one person that I needed to talk to. Like, right. And, and then it started like a cutscene, or it, it it just progressed it a little bit. So I wish it would almost like have a little help guide or something like that could even show you a path. Um. Which game was it that we played that um, it shows you like uh, Xenoblade, right? It shows you like the, like the follow the, oh, know, the, the line, line yeah. to where you need to go or even a beacon on like the, the map. Something I just wish it would. It probably would have legit saved me. I know it only took me like 13, 14 hours, but probably would have been three hours less or four hours less. Right. To beat this game. Um, and it was just running around and trying to, you know, not even really accomplishing anything. But um, overall, this game's like a nine out of ten for me. This this was way up there. So much fun. I did not cry. Um, I, I don't have a soul, but the storyline is just Soulless. is is great. It's great. It's there's it, not I, without. I don't want to spoil it. Just the games. If you've never played a Ori game, you have to. You have you owe it to yourself. They're they're masterclass, and they they perform really well on Switch. I I played the first Ori game on Switch. I played the second one on my mm. Xbox One. And uh, they're both really good. And if you haven't played a Hollow Knight before, I have not actually. Ori and the Will of Wisps does borrow a lot from uh, Hollow Knight. Um, so like that, the whole uh, there's this whole capability where you have these, I don't know, these slots mm-hmm. and you can earn more slots and then you can put more of your your powers in the slots. And they kind of borrow that from Hollow Knight. It, 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 it has that sort of Hollow Knight feel, but it does so much better than Hollow Knight because navigating around the world is so fast and so fun. Once you get like triple jumping, like you said, you're flying around, mm. you just feel amazing. And Holland Knight, you always feel underpowered as you're navigating. If you have to go across the world, it's just going to take an hour. Um, and then the slots, Holland Knight always was very cruel and hoggish about the slots. And I remember they give you like three slots in the beginning of the game. One of them you have to use to show you on the map. So you, you have a map, but it doesn't show you where you are. Oh you have to use God. up one of your three slots for that. I always hate that. That's that's um, lame. But this, this basically takes the Hollow Knight concept, uh, makes it really just so much more fun. The boss battles are so much more fun. Oh my God. They're so cool. And so um, unique. the boss battles yeah. in Ori are so unique because they have your regular battle boss fights, but the other ones, like it's not really a spoiler, the escape, mm-hmm. right? Where you're just running. It definitely has like that super meat boy feel a little bit too. Right. Yeah. Like just, it just keeps going. Right. Like you just reset, reset, reset. And you learn from your, you learn from your mistakes. You learn where you need to go. Right. Um, and you could do it over and over and over. Yeah. I um, liked how they had in this one too, like the little random like uh, missions everywhere where you, st- it, you, Went to point A and you had to get oh, to point B. Like the racing. The racing. And they had a, yeah. they had a ghost Ori to show you like where to go too. And you could yep. tell like if you're ahead of them or behind them. And it was, yeah. those were a lot of fun. I did all of those. I totally um, forgot about those. Those are fun. I'd have to go back to look at my completion. I definitely wasn't a hundred, but I bet you I was up there. I bet you I was in the high eighties. I'd say. A few weeks ago, Michelle replayed Will of the Wisp. She played it on my Xbox one. In fact, when I finished oh. playing it, 
I said to her, you have to play this game. It's so good. And then she played it. But then she played it again on the switch. Like it was like a month ago or so. Oh, okay. And she came downstairs because there was one race. It was from the worm when you are running away from the worm, but you're kind of doing that digging mechanic through the sand. Oh, yeah, that's tricky. She just could not do that. I think she said she spent like two hours on it. Oh, and she hands me the switch, you know, three quarters of the way through Ori and the Will of the Wisp that I haven't played in like years. And she's like, can you do this? And I'm like, oh, my God, I had to like learn all the mechanics yeah, yeah. and I managed to do it. And I was like, God, this game is oh. so good. Did you have sex um, that night? No, we didn't. Oh, man. But like the first game had that classic water escape sequence, which is like one of the more famous sequences in gaming. Right. Yeah. And then Will of the Wisp just has like three or four of them. And it's it's just really well yeah. done. Everything. I just, really well I'll done. never forget in the blind forest, the stupid fire level that just sucked. Is like that the near the end when it's like super platformy? Platformy with like um, and there's just fire everywhere. I think it was another like yeah. boss escape. That was a hard one. The thing Anyways. about Blind Forest, and I want to play it again, is the game was kind of whatever. I remember the first couple hours of the game. I was like, this is a game that everyone makes a big deal about. Mm -hmm. And then it started to get really good. And I was like, OK, I get it. And then at the end, it becomes just super hyper platforming. It just yeah. it just changes what it is as a game. And by the end, I was like, wow, that was amazing. That was uh, incredible. So, um, yeah, if you if you never played the Ori games, man, just just buy them both. Just, yep. And I think so, they're still on sale. Just buy them both. First one, Ori in the Blind Forest. The one I just played talked about Ori in the Will of the Wisp. Like John said, I don't know if they're still on sale. I paid $5 for this game. Like, no <laughs> yeah. brainer. No brainer. Oh, yeah. Easy money. They have a collector's edition, I think, on Fangamer, which I have. And that's worth it. But if, you know, if if you just have to buy a couple of these games for 5 bucks each, just do it. It's amazing. Um, Cool. So yesterday I did something I did not expect, Drew. Um, first of all, I convinced the family to watch Ready Player One um, <sighs> with me, which is one of my favorite movies. So good. And my son is big into VR. He plays VR. He loves VR. And he's been programming his own game in VR, if you can oh, believe nice. it. And so I told him and he's always talking about the metaverse and all that. And I was like, you should watch Ready Player One. Like well, he's we, we never seen it. Well, he hasn't seen it because they were the kids skewed a little bit young when it came out. Okay. And also it's just full of 80s references. So it's like a lot of it they're not going to get. True. But I was like, you should watch Ready Player One because it's a movie about VR. I mean, it's the best movie about VR, maybe the only movie about VR. And so everybody in the family, we we watched it um, yesterday afternoon. And it's amazing. It's the fourth time I've watched it. I love it. I still cry. I love it. It's great. Of course. And so as you know, that there is a reference to the game adventure on Atari 2600. Yep. And I love that adventure plays a pivotal role in this movie and the book because it is the first video game I ever played. So adventure already has a place in my heart and now it has a place in my heart in this movie. And adventure is known for many things. It's a fun game, by the way, uh, but it is known because it has an Easter egg in it, and it's the first Easter egg that we know of where the developer, uh, Warren Robinette, got his name into the game without anybody at Atari knowing. And the story behind that is Atari did not credit the makers of the video games. Um, when you looked at the manual, it was a game by Atari, and that was it. You never knew the developers. You never knew any of the other details behind it. And a lot of the Atari developers actually left Atari and started Activision over it. And that's why there's so many Activision games on Atari. So anyways, I just like I always get sad when I see the the Warren Robinette show up in the movie. Um, 
And I decided like, I've never done that Easter egg. I want to go do it. So I went downstairs after we finished the movie, dug out my Atari. Um, I have a gorgeous Atari in the box. I love the box. It's so 70s. And um, Doug, I, I, it took me a while. I had to get my RCA converter whenever, but I got it all hooked up. My big bucket of games, Atari's hooked up, put in adventure. And I don't know how to do the Easter egg. So I had to look it up. And apparently you have to do it on level two or three, which I never play in adventure because they're harder. And they tell you where to go and all that stuff. So I did it and I'm like digging through. I got through the Black Castle. I'm north of the Black Castle. And you have to bring the bridge up there and you get into this little area that you would never need to get into except you specifically do it with the bridge. And you move around and you hear boink, boink. And it's like you pick up this invisible, essentially invisible pixel. And I was like, wow. And it took me a while because there's this fucking bat that steals everything from you, though it won't steal the pixel. <laughs> and you get to the side where there's a wall you can't pass through. And what you have to do is you have to have the invisible pixel on that screen and you have to have the arrow. Luckily, the guide told me you have to have the key and something else and the arrow. And I was like, no fucking way, because this bat steals everything. But yeah. you only need the arrow and you can walk through this wall. And there it is in the middle of the screen, like in vertical Warren created by Warren Robinette. And it was like, whoa, I have known about this Easter egg for half my life. I have played yeah. Atari for almost my entire life. And here I am. I finally did That's it. Cool. It was just, it That's was so cool. exciting. It was like, wow. I, I mean, I've, I've never done it myself. So it was, that was great. And then for about the next 45 minutes, Sebastian and I played Atari 2600. Oh, played uh, we played some Yars Revenge in. We played tennis. We played a bunch of like, I have a whole bunch of Atari games I've never played before. Just games I've picked up at swap meets or whatever. Mm -hmm. Played through some of those. You know, you play them for like a minute and then you're yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Maze Craze is his favorite. He always loves going through mazes. That's a really fun one. Dodgem is one of my favorite Atari games. We just played it. Just kept putting them in. I was like, all right, one more, one more, one more. And we just yeah, kept putting another one awesome. in or whatever. I just had a blast. And then I put it all away. And that's it for another, what, 10 years or so. Oh, yeah, at least. Got to play Atari. It was pretty, that's cool. was pretty fun. Pretty fun. It's a fun, fun system. It's it's very score based, but it's very fun. Mm -hmm. um, do you have anything else? Because I got one more big one. All right. Tell me about your other one. Oh, I, I want to hear about this one. So I have been playing Have a Nice Death, which came out um, this past Friday. This past week. Yeah, this past week. Um, I didn't get a ton of time. I, I, I probably played, I don't know, maybe three hours. Um, but I've done like maybe like eight, eight runs. Um, this is a roguelike game. Um, the best way I describe this, only, maybe I'm, maybe I'm biased because I just played Ori, but I'm going to say, John, this is like Ori and dead cells had a baby. Ooh. The, the character. Oh, all right. All right. All right. So all right. let me, let me explain why. So I think I want the character to move like Ori. But he, he does and he doesn't. Like he, he he does the dash exactly like Ori does. He jumps like Ori. He doesn't really do any double jumps or anything. He does kind of. He doesn't really stick to the side of the wall. But like he does a little bit if it's under a platform. Um, and Dead Cells. It's funny because uh, it, it instantly reminded me of Dead Cells because um, you know how Dead Cells has all the lanterns with the little jars and they light up as you get new stuff. Mm -hmm. This has the same thing, but it's not jars. It's like this hologram thing that's that's scrolling up the screen um 
So with that being said, let me rewind and then I'll, I'll walk through the game a little bit. So this game is you play as death. Um, it the the whole story. Did you watch the uh, the Loki show on Disney Plus? No, I have not. It, it, for those that have watched Loki, it, it it feels like that. Like you're in. Um, I guess you. you I don't know if really say it's hell, but you're in death's like incorporation office and he has all these people that work for him in the secretary and all these other people. Uh, the animation is solid. Uh, the, the movement is, is very tight and smooth. The whole storyline is it's, it's fine. Um, the art style is fun, but, but here's, there, there's the game's really good at all the different unlockables and power-ups and different weapons you can get. It's almost overwhelming at first, kind of like Dead Cells, right? But it's the more and more you play, you start to understand it. Um, the problem I'm having with this game, John, is all of the things I've said so far are great, right? The story's cool, the graphics great, the music's good, the movement of the controllers are good. The two things that really really make me struggle with which is a huge part of the game is like the level design and the combat right and and let me start by saying the level design the level design is so bland like mm. it's just like a, i don't know if you're looking at any images it's like there's you're just trying to move it's it's you know obviously a side scroller uh there's not much to it right it's just it's just you're moving to the right you're jumping up a little bit you're jumping down through platforms it's just there's not much to it it's just very bland and you should like cruise through it um i've made it through like three different zones like i've made it past the second boss i don't know how many bosses there are but i've beaten two bosses um and each boss is like in one little world there's like probably five or six different levels and the cool part is is when you get to the end of a level you take the elevator and you can kind of, there's options to pick of which, like, you want to go. Do you want to go to the vault? Do you want to go to, like, a tourist area? Do you want to go to the shop? Um, also, when you do that, you go on this elevator. They play elevator music. It's like a loading screen. I feel like I'm watching the loading screen a lot. <laughs> um, so the, the the actual level design is very lackluster for me. It's, like, boring. And, and when obviously, you have to play this first level over and over. Because every time you die, you have to go through it again. And it's just like, I'm so sick of it already. Yeah. Um, there are ways, I think, just like many road games where you can like skip ahead to like the second world, you know, with maybe a penalty or two. But right. again, then you're not building up your character, right? Like, yeah, like, you really have to do You everything. really got to start from the beginning and go on. The second problem is the combat. The combat isn't as bad. It's It's fine. But I think it's more of like the enemies. The enemies are just so bland and stupid and it's like mm. i don't know you you could hit them and you can daze them and you can try to dash through them to get behind them and then attack them it's something about it that doesn't make me feel super rewarding mm. um and then the boss fights i don't know the first one like you're fighting like like uh this other again employee i think brad or bard what it was i don't know it's some weird name <laughs> brad. i don't know but like he's just like you're battling this ghost demon guy that's in like a suit and then all of a sudden he like, jumps up on the screen and starts throwing like boulders like rots at you and it just seemed right. like an odd fit to me why is he throwing rots at me um i i thought the boss battles were a little lackluster and th and then the actual like guys that you're fighting in the levels are just lackluster um again i've only th seen three different worlds so I don't know, that might be 50% of the game, might be 10% of the game. I don't know. Um, I don't hate it. 
I definitely don't love it. I think the more I'm playing it, it it's a little bit grabbing me, but like I'm not playing a run and then like, oh, one more run, one more run. Right. I'm playing a run and like, man, I have to go play that fucking world one again. Like, fuck, I don't want to do that again. <laughs> like, it's that type of atmosphere. Uh, I think the game had potential. I think they just they lost sight of the most important part, which is kind of level design, right? Level design and combat. Like those are the two things that you, you need to hit out of the park. Because if you hit those out of the park, and at least I didn't have a lot of upgrades and stuff, I'm fine. I mean, I think they did a really good job of the unique weapons and the upgrades and the different things you can do and buy. I'm still learning a lot, but it seems like there's millions of like permanent things you can upgrade. I, 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 I'm still learning that stuff. A little confusing. But um, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, knowing me, I'll probably try to finish it, but I could also see myself not finishing this game just because. It, Interesting. I don't know. Yeah, that's interesting because I, I, I totally understand what you're saying. Like rogue likes, it is a fine. It's what it is a fine line or a blurry line, but it's a fine line between a good rogue like and a bad mm. rogue like. And like you said, a good rogue like is one where you die, you instantly want to try it again. And yeah. I told you, I think last year when I played Griftlands, it's like I like Griftlands, but when I finish a run, I'm sort of like, you know, maybe I'll try tomorrow or something like that. It doesn't, yeah, because they take a long time. But also if if the level design or whatever is not fun or maybe you feel like you can't get through it quickly, like, you know, I'm 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 getting better at this game. I should be able to go. Okay, I was doing that with Dead Cells where mm-hmm. I can just like fly through Dead Cells. I've gotten really good at it. But man, like it's hard. Maybe a game like Dead Cells is like spoiled it. And and this game is not keeping up to it. it. I will say it, the trailer looked really good. Yeah. And I was all into this game. And and, and I think yeah. you hit it in the head. I mean, me and you play a lot of these types of games, right? Mm-hmm. So Maybe we're over, maybe I'm over picking at it, right? But I, again, at the end of the day, I need to know if I'm having fun or or I'm just like playing through the motions. And right now it's it's not super fun. I, I think I yeah. texted you today and I said, um, what I said, I said, I, I decided to play, I decided to do spring cleaning yep. over play and have a nice death. That like, was that pretty was just, brutal. You know, if it was a game I loved, I guarantee you I would not have gotten as much cleaning done today. If it was like a game, I was like, man, I, I gotta go back and play more. Yeah. You know, I played for like an hour this morning. I did like two or three runs, had a cup of coffee, and then it was like nine o'clock, and I was like, I'm gonna get up and clean. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not, I could have sat in my chair for another hour or two and played, you know, and cleaned after lunch or something. But no, I just, ah, I'm gonna start now. That's pretty funny. So I don't uh, know. It's... Have a nice death. It's a newer game, came up Friday. I think it was 20 ish dollars. Um, I don't know. I'll keep playing it, but until something shinier comes along, I'm, I'm, I'll probably drop it as soon as that happens. If I don't beat it by then, I believe that you'll still finish it, but we'll see. There's nothing coming up. That's the thing. There really soon. isn't. But if they shadow something gets shadow dropped or whatever, then it's probably all over. I for do you. have thanks to thanks to Mr. Bob Cousy. I do have Metroid Prime Physical sitting in front of me though. Got to save something for the trip. Do got to save something. Um. Yeah, I was telling you, I can't really play a fast paced game right now. Yeah. So I'm trying to play these like slower games. And um, so that's why right now, uh, starting uh, last night, um, I'm replaying Wargroove. I it I put it on my backlog when Wargroove 2 got announced because Wargroove came out a while back. What was it? 2018? So good. When, so good. when did it come out? And we both oh, 2019. And we both played it. We both loved it. We both some, we did some of that co-op together. We mm. both loved it. 
but it's been a while and I know there's probably not a connecting storyline between the two games because it seems like the second game is just a pirate story. Yeah. But I just wanted to play it again and I picked it up yesterday and like, I don't know, like the first time I played the game, I thought the story was superfluous and I was like, what is this? Like, what is this story? This is stupid. And this time after playing through the, the game, I was like, I like this story and I, I love the way it teaches you the game. It's very progressive, but it's not overbearing. They teach you a little bit each level. And in fact, this is like an advanced war style game where you your character is on the on the field of play. But that's it. The rest of them are all disposable um, combat units. Mm-hmm. But if your character dies, then you lose. But in the early part of the game, the first three levels, I think you your character is not on the on the the screen because they they hold that back until you learn some other concepts. And then suddenly, uh, me, uh, Mercia, Mercia is on the on the screen, and you can use her. And they teach you the groove and all that stuff. So. They do it really well, very progressively with these little story sequences. And I'm quite enjoying it. I reset my save data. I did the thing where it's still on the cloud. So every Mm -hmm. time you start the game, it tells you there's a conflict in your save data. And I just say, just play. Because in case if I decide I don't want to do this, I don't want to lose all my save data. Yeah. But I mean, I couldn't remember how to use all the bosses or the mechanics or whatever. So we'll see how far I've gone. I've gotten through act one already. Mm -hmm. I'm really enjoying it. I'm going to try to do the arcade modes more. Um, but I want to see if I can catch up to my star count. I took a screenshot even. Um, there's a lot of stars in this game. There's stars oh, yeah. for the campaign mode, the arcade mode, the challenge mode, and the co-op mode that they added called Double Trouble they added mm, later. I remember that, yeah. And so I'm just going to play through it. It's slow, and that's why I'm playing it, and I can play it with my eyes. And we'll see how far I, I get. But I'm really enjoying it. I'm trying to three-star everything. So I, I finished a level with two stars, and I immediately replayed it. And we'll see how far I go, but uh, I'm I'm loving it. It's a great. It, it, it's I mean, so I am reminded of how good this game is. I'm thinking about downloading it just to play, like you know, not a lot. Like I just want to play a couple levels here and there, just to yeah. like re- get get it sighted again. But I'm not yeah. going to play through the whole thing. But I might play it, download it, maybe just go to my save file and just play whatever level looks fun. To- right. The downside will be that I'll be I, if I if I keep playing this, it's going to run right into Advance Wars. Yeah, you don't want to overdo it. <laughs> But and I don't know, maybe I'll actually think this. This is actually better than Advance Wars. It could be because it does have more of a story and mechanics and whatever. But um, but yeah, I'm really enjoying it for right now. So I wasn't even sure if I was going to finish Pokemon. And I ended up getting to credits on that one. Let's get to the meat. Eshop is closing down for the 3DS and the Wii mm. U. Drew? By the time people hear this, the eShop might actually be closed. I don't know what time it's closing down, but it's closing on Monday, March 27th at some point. Hmm. What do you think about this? What, what, let's talk about our memories of the 3DS and the Wii U. Let's let's get into it. What, where do I, I we mean, start? First, I, I want to say I think it's fucking genius by Nintendo. Do you know how much <laughs> money they made uh, probably over the last two weeks? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean... I went and bought fucking Animal Crossing New Leaf. Why? Because my daughter was it on sale, or did it, was it full price? It was twenty bucks because it's it was one of those okay. select items or whatever oh, they, okay. put, they call it for three DS. They called it something. Yeah, but I mean, it, the select items are for like physical versions. I mean, this is just twenty dollars though. I can't imagine that was full price. 
I mean, I, I can't imagine why any game would be full price right now. Just just sell them, man. Like, you know, you know. I agree. Um, but you're right. They're like basically selling. If you were going to buy anything in the next five years, it all got compacted into one day. Unbelievable how much money they made. But um, yeah, memory wise, uh, I'll be honest. It's funny. I didn't play nearly as many video games mm-hmm. back in the day as I say I would do now. Um, and with that being said, I was never really a handheld guy. I think the reason behind that is, is because I didn't really have, you know, back then I didn't have kids. Right. So I would play more of the, the Wii on the TV or, or even, you know, I, I guess the Wii for me is really like the, the crossover as an adult, I guess you could say, because that's what I, I lived with my wife um, and, and stuff like that. Everything before that N64, GameCube, those are really like more of my buddy days, right? That's when I played games with my buddy. So it's the Wii U. I have a lot of memories like in my first house. Um, I loved the Wii U, by the way. Like, that's one of my favorite consoles, believe it or not. Because, <laughs> of, because of the gamepad, it's just being so unique. And the not so much the motion controls, but having the maps and inventory available on your screen. Mm-hmm. I'll just easily swap. That was the best. The asynchronous um, I, gameplay, right? Yeah. Asymmetric, asymmetric. Yeah. Um. So that that stuff. But with that being said, again, I never really played a ton of the handheld systems. Like 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 the. That's interesting. I, mean, I had a 3ds. I had a ds. Um. But I never really played them a ton. I was going through my collections today to see what games I have. Um. You know, all the big party, first party type games. Some um, some. Obviously, all the Lord of the Rings type games, but but not not a ton, you know, a couple dozen, if that, a few dozen. So my memory is really more with the Wii U. Uh, the 3DS is, is is just I had them, but I never really played a ton. It's just I didn't again didn't play a lot of games back then. It's interesting. I know because, you have a little bit different. Yeah, my than I my did. experience with the 3DS is so different because it it got announced 2010. By that point, I had two kids. Mm. Right. Uh, and Melody hadn't hadn't showed up yet, but I had two kids and 3DS is the first console that I owned where I can say that I started collecting games. I would buy, you know, all the Nintendo games that would come out. Um, I was buying all sorts of shit. I was buying like that game contact. I was just buying a lot and I was putting it on my shelf and I was proud it was on my shelf and I had a bunch of shelves of 3DS games and I still do. I keep it behind me. Um I just have like I have Pokemon X and Y and I've got Sun and Moon and Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Like I have like a lot and those games I just would never sell. There's something special about those 3DS releases and the 3DS. The thing about the 3DS I loved is that portable nature, because at that point it was helpful to have a portable system, but it was such a complete system. It had the two screens and the stylus. And the thing that I'll never forget about the 3DS was that so many of my favorite series I got involved with on the um, the 3DS or even the DS. I mean, they're just so similar sometimes to even remember. Mm-hmm. But like when I think back to the 3DS and I think like, OK, like Link Between Worlds before Breath of the Wild, Link Between Worlds was that breath of fresh air Legend of Zelda experience where they sort of changed the formula a bit. Right. You didn't have to go and earn all your bombs and everything like you got everything right away you just go and explore have fun that sort of thing mm-hmm. um and triforce heroes is one of my favorite uh, i'm with games. you i'm with you triforce heroes is i am one still of the, it's I, so I it's want, unique 
I want to rent a cabin for a three day weekend with a couple buddies and just play through and get everything and try Force oh Heroes. I, what is I, so much fun with that game. Um, you know, Bravely Default was a series that I fell in love with on um, 3DS. Shovel Knight, the first Shovel Knight I played was on the 3DS. And I think a lot of it was the 3DS was getting these titles before the Wii or the Wii U would get them because the well, I should say not the Wii, but the Wii U, because the install base on the Wii U was so small, mm. but the install base in the 3DS was so large. So I played Shovel Knight for the first time on a 3DS. Binding of Isaac, I really enjoyed on my 3DS. Retro City Rampage, um, the Steam oh, World games, that. and then Fire Emblem Awakening. That mm. was my awakening into into the Fire Emblem <laughs> series that we continues did today. Um, so there's so many games on there that I really enjoyed and then sort of grew up into the switch because the Wii U just didn't have a lot of those, mm-hmm. but now I continue them on the switch and I loved all the cool models that the three DS have. I still have a lot of those models. I sold a couple off, but mm-hmm. uh, all the different colors, the hyper green Yoshi one and the, the orange and red Samus one, the Zelda ones that were gold. So many cool. Yeah. I remember designs. when, when it first came out, uh, Amy and I got, I got the black one. She got the purple one. Um, and then I, I later on in life got the Yoshi, the extra large Yoshi one. Right. So that's actually, the one with that, the eggs on it, right? There was yeah, a, there yep, was a, that's, that's the there one was two had, Yoshi ones. The one with the eggs. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's the one I actually had to go put um I had to download Animal Crossing onto because I couldn't get my old black one. Oh actually, no, I'm sorry. Zoe was Zoe now has the purple one. Um, and I couldn't get my Nintendo account linked to it because I think in the 3DS days, you only could have one device linked to it. Yeah. Yeah. And it would have been top. So I, I, I so let me pull, boot up mine, which I didn't want to give her, but I let her, I said, well, it's already linked. I can just download it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say if you were trying, well, it's too late now, but I just went on my phone and downloaded the game through the website. Right, and then I could just log on to uh, and down and re-download it onto the device. That was because I know that like, I was talking to you. Like, how do I get the money there? It was top. That was obviously the easiest method for me. Just buy it on my phone, and then just re-download it from from the 3ds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, the other things about the 3ds though were the the flip to sleep. Just you can be in the middle of a game and you just flip it shut, and it's in sleep mode. Um, yep. Agreed. I still love that even a little better than the switch because the switch, you have to like, let me go find that little tiny button in the top corner and mm. put it sleep. Um, and the 3d effect was always pretty cool. Every time I played a game, I would start in 3d mode, see if I liked it and then eventually switch back. Really? I um, played in 3d mode. I liked the 3d. Yeah. I mean, I think it can tire you down after a while. And after a while, I found I the happy on medium it. wasn't mats. It was like, a, like 75%. Oh, wow. Was like the way to go for me. The funny part is Nintendo just sort of gave up on it because none of the third party developers were doing it anymore. No. And then even Nintendo just stopped. And then they did the 2DS and it was that was actually pretty funny. Um, but I didn't get the 3DS at launch. I remember seeing the trailers and, you know, some of the early videos and I, I really liked it. But at that time, I was still a little bit not in the video game space. Um, I didn't get it at launch. And what finally convinced me was somebody at work, I think like a couple weeks after it came out, brought it in. And if you remember, the original 3DS might have been the coolest looking model. It was a little bit smaller. It was mm-hmm. a like a shiny blue. Yeah. And it still might be the best looking 3DS they ever made. 
and they bring it in and I see it and I go, oh, is that the 3DS? And then they let me play it a little bit and I put the 3D on and I was like, holy shit, this is amazing. Like the 3D is so cool. Mm-hmm. And then I think I went out the next day and bought one. And so the nice part is I actually got onto the ambassador program. Oh, yeah, um, I had that. Yeah, which was like a really nice deal because they lowered the price. And I remember thinking, what? But um, you get a bunch of free stuff. So it was it was worth it. And it's just forever. So I 3DS, just a magical system. It's still a system that I get pulled on to play. I just will say in the last year, I've been pulled back to 3DS a few times in the last year. And every time I do, I kind of kind of come back. I told you about Fire Emblem Fates. I was mm-hmm. just like, ah, I'm not really loving this. Um, I tried to do what did I try to do? I tried to play the Pokemon, I think Alpha Sapphire or something. And then I just kind of was like, ah, no, I'm kind of good. I'm, I'm kind of good. It just doesn't hold me the the, the, yeah. the just those mm-hmm. graphics, the way they did those characters, Bra- even Bravely Default. I tried to replay Bravely Default and I got a little bored of that, too. I yeah. the switch is just really it's just spoiling. Well, you know, when like I said, I I, I kind of hinted towards it. I I gave my my daughter the purple one and my son the black one, and mm-hmm. and they've been using it now for a few years. And I will say that they they play it quite often because, you know, rather than go out and buying them a Switch Lite or their own Switch, I said, you know, let me give it this. There's a huge backlog of catalog games. I can already just yep. say, here you go. Here's all the Mario games. And my daughter's played through a lot of the Mario games, the Mario parties. My son's been playing the Mario Kart Seven. Um, you know, I had some That's Disney game that she was playing, uh, but I said I just bought her Animal Crossing because I knew she'd like it. And she's played tons of other uh, Tamadachi Life. She played like the shit out of that game. Um, that is a funny game. I love that so, game. So there's like Metopia. Like, like they've gotten tons of use out of those things. And I'm going to say in the mm-hmm. last three years. Um, so, you know, I think they're starting to get a little bored with it now. Like now they want to go play the iPad or now they play Switch games. They've seen um, the Switch? But now they're stealing my switch, which I really don't like. Need to buy another um, one. Well, I have two, but you know, I know. they you always Evan. Evan will want to play. You know, what was he playing? Like Kirby, the Forgotten Land, and he's like, "Well, I want to play yours. So I want to do like the boss rust mode." And I was just like, oh. "All right, See, well, that's why you have to have their own accounts and just forget it. Just say no more. You be, maybe you maybe play, Christmas you... they get some switch lights. Well, at this point, it's like, do I wait until the new console? is announced in a year, two years, three, who knows, right? And then I just say, like, here's my Switch, here's my old Switch, these are yours, you have this one, you have this one, you, you know what I'm saying? And now That's like, a long way off, though. That I could know. be a long way off. They do have a Pokemon Switch Lite, so that would be kind of perfect for Evan. That's true. That one's uh, gray? Uh, there's two of them. There's the the gray one, which was the original one for Sword and Shield. Okay. If that is that right? And then they did another one that's like a black reflective one. That's a, a shinier Pokemon one, which oh, he might course. actually like better. It looks pretty hot. I know. And then that. Oh, sorry. I know that coral one would be good. I like that coral. There's a teal one, right? There's a there's cool. a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it, it's a nice little system. I have the Blurple. I still use for like Tetris 99 when I play. Um, there's some games where the D-pad just really comes in handy. So mm-hmm. I keep that around. So speaking of, I mean, you weren't big into 3DS, but and I don't want to do a sort of like, what are your favorite five or 10 games on the 3ds. Cause I think in the end, it'll be a lot of the same stuff that we've talked yep. about before. And we've done top 3ds game lists, but assuming the eShop is still open, do you have any like, you know, games you suggest or, or what do you, what do you, what do you got? Not, I'll be honest. I went through it all because we talked about this and I said, well, what, what should I do? What should I put on this list? And there's, there's really not 
any, John, to be honest. I, I, I think I had two on my list. I mean, Triforce, again, I wanted to not just say the normal. And I and I think Triforce Heroes is honestly not the normal. I think that one was a little bit off the beaten path. Not a lot of people do criticize it. Um, so I really, really enjoyed that one. But John, did you know that there is a game, speaking of heroes, called Survivor Heroes? And yes, it oh, is no. based off the TV show. Oh, no. Yes, John. Um, it's, yeah, it's something. All right. But um, no, nothing else. Like I said, I, the 3DS, I didn't have a ton of memories. I think a lot of the 3DS games, actually, I didn't think were the best. I know people love World Tour, Mario Golf. I actually don't think that's one of the better Mario Golf games. Um. Yeah, they come I'll and let, go. I'll let I'll let you go. I know this is your this is your baby. Yeah, here, but I, I don't really have a lot to say about the 3ds. I'm with you. I didn't want to rehash all of them, but here are kind of the little games that maybe scoot by and maybe not. Um, first of all, Bravely Default and Bravely Default's uh, End Layer. I love those to death. There's even a End Layer demo, which is not include like I think if you get the demo, it tells a little in between story, and I've never actually played through it, um, but. I love those games to death, bravely default, especially um, so good. So if you've never played that series, that's, that's a, I mean, that's where it starts. And as of right now, they're not on any other platform. Triforce heroes. I've said, you've said, if you want to have some fun, get two buddies and get three copies of this game, play local because you internet is, it's too slow now. Anyway, what a blast. You will pee your pants. It's so much fun. Um, absolutely love this. To this day, I still want to get together with a couple friends and just play through it some weekend. Um, I never got all of the gems. It's hard to do with randos because you kind of randomly select what you want to do and if you need something specific. But if you play with friends, you can coordinate. Hey, Pikmin. This game gets a lot of trash talk because it is not a Pikmin game. It's a Pikmin franchise game, but it's a side-scrolling one. The thing I liked about this game was trying to get 100% on it. Um, it's hard to describe, and honestly, I don't remember much of it. But I remember having a really good time with this game, just trying to find all of the secret paths through all the levels. Um, I actually enjoyed it, so that's just me, maybe. Ultimate NES Remix. <sighs> this is on 3DS. There's two NES remixes on the Wii U. This one is a different game. Uh, I love the NES remix games, and I will tell I you too. that I went downstairs uh, to check out my Wii U, mostly to just see if it still works, because everyone kept saying it wasn't working yep. anymore. And I just said, let me just try NES remix. I remember enjoying that game. I, I ran NES remix, too, and I got sucked in for like a half hour playing NES remix two on my Wii U that I haven't played in like four years. Those games are awesome because these, these are so games. Quick. They're games that everybody loves, right? These are the retro games that we all love. Yeah. And now it's like you're revisiting them and it's it's different, right? It's it's kind of like Mario Maker in a weird way, right? Like, oh, I love Mario. And now it's like new levels that I never experienced. And that's kind of right. what Remix is, but it was done by Nintendo. Like it, it's it's, it's, it's kind of like a WarioWare. Yeah. Like yeah, it's yeah, little a... bits and pieces. It's so much fun. And like I started like just playing through the um, I was doing the Super Mario 2. Uh, mm -hmm. challenges which i hadn't done and i was just having a blast and then i was like okay let me try to get three stars in all of them and then i unlock like punch out i was like oh no way like my favorite nes game yeah. so i had to do all the punch out ones and get all the stars in those and as i'm doing i unlocked kid icarus and i was like oh shit like kid icarus 
I unlocked Metroid. I was like, I'm going to get all the fucking stars in NES Remix too. I did not see this coming when I woke up this morning. And I'm like totally into it now. So mm-hmm. I just head down to my basement, throw on the Wii U, nice and easy. I mean, my, my friggin' Wii U has been sitting there for just about five years in sleep mode, waiting for anybody to play it. And now all of a sudden, it's like the most popular girl in the in the house. Uh, Link Between Worlds, that's an obvious one, but it is one of my favorite Zeldas hmm. of all time. And then, yeah, like all the other little games I mentioned, Shovel Knight, Binding of Isaac, Retro City Rampage, SteamWorld Dig, Fire Emblem Awakening. Um, lots of games are on the 3S that you can play in a little bite-sized mode. Um, I just love that. A lot of people talk about the Pushmo series. I think there's oh, three yeah. of them. I did enjoy Pushmo. It's fun to play in 3D, but it does overstay its welcome after a while. I kind of feel like it's fun to play like 10 levels of it. But after a while, you're just sitting there kind of randomly pushing blocks until something comes about. So honestly, I can't recommend that series, but it just seems like everyone's talking about the Pushmo series and talking about Pocket Jockey, which I also didn't love. Although I think I need to give it another chance. Um, I, but I think I think it has more staying power than uh, like a Pushmo series does. So be a little careful on Pushmo. You might enjoy Pushmo for a little while, but then get really bored of it, let alone three different games of it. Um, but yeah, I um, I love the 3DS. Wii U. Now, this is more in your wheelhouse. Mm, it is my wheelhouse. Is this your favorite system of all time? Or No, I'm... no, it's not my favorite, but I... I loved 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 the idea of being able to play the same game on the tv and then on a handheld and now again this was when again still living at my old house married you know kids starting to come but like the ability that my wife wanted to watch a show that night and i was like man i really wish i could go play wind waker you know hd like and i could right this was like the first time i could take a game that i was playing you know, on the TV and now playing it handheld. And right. like I said earlier, the the fact that you could have all of your inventory in a map, like right there without having to hit start or or change anything like that was just really revolutionizing, right? right. If you if you think about it. Um crazy. And I and I, I did have like five games here that we can talk about. Um and the thing is it's crazy when you look at the Wii U roster. And that's what I did. I pulled up like list of Wii U games and you're like, there's no way that's all of them. Cause there's not, there's not a ton, there's right? Not it, a lot. There's, there's not a lot of games. It's, it's crazy to think about. It was like almost a total flop. Um, but yeah, there, there's, there's two, there's a couple series that I really want to talk about because it, it really got me into the whole series as a whole. So the Wii U is where I first found Xenoblade. Uh, Xenoblade X, to be specific, mm-hmm. which is odd because it's kind of a, a little bit of a deviation. Mm-hmm. Um, so Xenoblade X was so much fun. You know, it at the time you think this looks amazing, right? Uh, but it was like more of this, like the first time I was playing almost like an open world type game on a Nintendo console, right? Because mm-hmm. that, that, there really wasn't a lot. So that really grabbed me into all of Xenoblade series. Um, Another one I want to talk about was Hyrule Warriors. This was like a game that that's where it started. It it started it all for me. Like this was the game I wanted to do it all and see it all. I wanted to upgrade my the stupid ball, th- um, 
weapon to, to be my chain chomp. Like I, I wanted to do, I wanted to see everything. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see every involvement of every weapon. Uh, so like that was one of the games I really started. Like I wanted to complete. I wanted to be a completionist at it. So that was a ton of fun. Um, and just what a fun game it was in general. <laughs> um, the other one was a series that is now one of my favorite series of all time. Dart Siders. This is where I found Dart Siders. Right. Um, I've talked about it numerous times, right? Dart Siders is kind of a Zelda-ish type 3D game, but you're pretty much a demon, right? Right. Uh, in a way. But what a fun, fun series that absolutely now that I love. Um, I'll mention really quick Paper Mario Color Splash. I know a lot of people didn't like that game. I loved that game. That was a classic Paper Mario um, to its roots. It didn't really deviate, and it had the fun little just splashing collars everywhere. You saw, you know, missing, um, missing paint. I remember they had the Coliseum level. That was a lot of fun. That was like the one level that kind of, I thought gave uh, the wrestling level in thousand year doors. a good run. Okay. Um, and then lastly, I'm going to mention just, I think this was one of the first times I ever really bought a digital game, like an, a, an indie digital game. I went on the Wii shop, uh, the Wii U the Wii shop, shop. <laughs> the, Wii, the Wii U eShop, and I downloaded a game that wasn't like a big, you know, AAA title, and that was called Unepic. I don't know if you ever played these games. Unepic. This was another Metroidvania style game, where it's like, um, it, it, it's just it's kind of like Metroidvania and Diablo had a baby, mm-hmm. right? And it's like you, you you're picking up these, and you're having your inventory kind of like Diablo. I think you only hold certain things, um. And it's just this massive castle, and you have to go back and forth, and a lot of things. And kind of reminded me a lot of like an old school, um, like old school computer, old school game where you just don't really know what you're going, and you had to just keep trying to figure it out. It's uh, dark too, man. It's really dark. It is. It is very dark. Um, and it's a it's a two D side scroller type game as well. But uh, I don't know why it stood out. It, it when I think of Wii U, I always think of this game. I don't know why. I don't know why. I actually think you can get this game on the Switch as well. Hmm. Um, but see. yeah, it's called Unepic. And it's uh, and it's this fun. was the era when indie games are starting to get bigger, like Xbox Correct. 360 had influenced everybody. And I didn't buy a lot of indie games on the Wii U. I did start buying them on the 3DS, but it wasn't until the Switch when I started exploding with you know indie games uh, being yeah. better than the AAA games. Correct. And I don't know why this game... I never beat it, but this game will always, always remind me of like the first time I started getting to indies and on the Wii U. It is on Switch. It is on Switch. It's 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 if you like those styles of game that I said, it's it's a Metroidvania mixed in with a little bit of Diablo. It's hard. It's a hard as balls type game. Nine ninety nine. Metroidvania's got really popular with the indie um, scene. I mean, Cave Story was one of the kind yep. of seminal like uh, indie Metroidvania type things. I don't know what it was. I think the genre was not getting love. And so indie developers started hitting that genre a lot. Hmm. So, so that's my Wii U story. That's my games. That's my stuff. What do you got? Yeah, I will say when I had the Wii U, it was my favorite console of all time. But, um, you know, it's since been, pers- you know, passed up by ps4 ps5 switch i mean like it's you know it's it's fallen down fast and i think a lot of it was when i got the wii u again this was we the wii was a day one for me but the wii u was not and michelle and i just sort of 
weren't even trying and she was at a store and uh, we ordered, she saw a white one. So she got a white one. And then I, I can't remember where it was. I think it was soon after it came out or maybe right before we were able to get like a black one, but like, no, no, it was out when she got the white one. Um, but we ended up getting the black one after and we sold the white one. But like, ooh, I'm telling you, like, it was a cool system. But as soon as you take it out of the box, God, that gamepad felt old already. It was a big misstep. The screen didn't look great. The iPad was out and the iPad looked mm. way better than uh, the gamepad on the on the on the Wii U. I did love the stylus. I'm still a big fan of stylus gameplay because that's how I love to play Phoenix Wright. That's how I like to play um, uh, uh, Picross. Like there's just something about the stylus that that works really well. And um, the Wii U and the 3DS coming out at the same time was like that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like the Wii U never had new models. They did have that Zelda version, which I did end up buying um, used years, years later. But yeah, like it was never the sexiest system, but it was really cool that you could almost play the console games portably. Now that depended on the game, right? Some games you couldn't play them on the pad. Most of them eventually you you could. They were like oftentimes just a, a clone of the screen, but you couldn't play Zombie U just playing on the gamepad. Um, but there was a bunch of Wii U games that I I loved that I would I would recommend. It, it's 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 tough. I mean, I, I, you know what I mean? It's like but but like the, the games that I wrote down that I will always remember the Wii U for are Zombie U. I still think it's the best way to play that game. And um, if you can play it on the, the Wii U, it'll always be better than any other system. Uh, Captain Toad. What a great what a great game. Ah, uh, yes. Love that. And again, it's better to play that on the Wii U than it is on the Switch. Mm. Uh, Nintendo Land is a game that I, I feel like can come to the Switch because the asymmetric gameplay meant somebody was looking at a screen. And then like when you played like Mario Chase, Mario Chase, the one where you have to find the toads. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, one person's looking at the main screen and then other people are look. One person's looking at their gamepad and the other people are looking at the main screen. But you can do that with switches. If you had four people in a room, you just have four switches. Then you all have your own screens. Mm. So that works out just fine. Maybe not all of the games. Switch, though. Yeah, not all of the games would work out. And, you know, everyone would have to have a copy and that's problematic. I get it. Um, but that would be cool to see if they can bring that into pieces, even if it was just a free Nintendo Switch online thing. They did figure, cool. Didn't they remember with um, what was the Xbox games with the something left or the two unraveled? Or, I, one of those games, didn't they didn't they download a patch for the second player? Uh, remember they did something like you down. What was the name of that game? God, um, what was the? It was like the red and the the blue little guys. Anyways, they they, they made it so the second unravel too. Didn't they make it so the 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 second player had to download it on their switch or something? Oh no, you're yeah, you're thinking of um, uh, oh my god, what was the name of that game? Uh, it takes two. It takes two, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you do something some like that, right? It. Oh yeah. Um, I just think it would be cool to do it. And if you make it free on Nintendo Switch Online, you can play with your family if everyone has a Switch. I don't know. That's probably why mm -hmm. they haven't done it. But Bayonetta 2, I fell in love with that. Uh, Tropical Freeze, which is now on Switch. Um, I love that on the Wii U. 
I remember playing Super Mario World 3D, absolutely loving that game, one of the great games. Mm. And then immediately after, played Tropical Freeze, and the freaking Donkey Kong felt so heavy. Yeah. I actually didn't like Tropical Freeze at first. And then some months later, I just went back to it, having Mario 3D World out of my system. And I, I really enjoyed it. So I, I'm playing it now, and I'm struggling with it. Like, I got to get used to the control. Like, like mm-hmm. you just go up to guys, and I want to punch them. So it's like a yeah. stunt, but you can't. You have to jump on them or roll. Like, and I kept, like, I keep dying, to be honest. But it feels reasons. different. Yeah. But it's great. Um, Rayman Legends is still the, the much better way to play that game. Um, Rayman Legends. And yeah, like... You know, Yoshi's Woolly World. That's the first Yoshi game I ever played. I love mm-hmm. that one. Still do on the Wii U. The only other game I would say that's still stuck on Wii U that you should try is Star Fox Guard. This was the free game that came along with Star Fox Zero. And I did enjoy Star Fox Zero. It, you know, the controls were weird and everything, but I still did enjoy it. But Star Fox Guard, I played through Star Fox Guard probably years before I, I went back to Star Fox Zero. Um, I had a lot of fun with that. I, I'm just going to say that was pretty fun. <laughs> but I mean, the thing my one of my one of my big memories of Wii U is going to be this week, just going down there, seeing if it still works, kicking up NES Remix 2 and just getting addicted to it and realizing it's really easy for me to just go to my basement, get the gamepad, press the button and it's going. And I'm like, ah, oh, this is my new little escape. I'm going to be playing a lot of remix over the next month, I think. <laughs> and then I actually put the Xenoblade Chronicles X disc in. I've never played the game before. And I have a used copy of it. And like, I don't want I once my, if I can get my eye back again, I because I'm de- certainly not going to do all that reading with one eye. <laughs> I might play Xenoblade Chronicles X. Wow. So I'm just say that. So it was great. Uh, the, the the store has closed either today or is going to close in a few hours, depending on when they do it. Um, it's been a great run. I still don't understand why they need to close the store, but I understand. I mean, clearly, they're probably nobody's using it. Yeah. It's genius. And maybe they'll extend it. They'll extend it tomorrow and say, hey, we'll do it another month and piss everybody off. But um, but that was a that was a that was a fun topic. And um, yeah, my Wii U is not done yet. But maybe my 3DS is. No, dumb question. I'm assuming you can't re-download games, right? Once the eShop's gone? You can re-download if you own it. You can? Yes. If you own it, you can re-download it. If you switch your switch over, I mean, if you change your Wii U over, you just can't purchase anything okay. you didn't have. That's good to know. I don't understand why, but <laughs> that's what it is. So I mean, it, it seems like the games are still on a server somewhere then. So what's the point? Yeah, they, the they have their reasons. They have their reasons. I don't know what I'm they not going to pretend to understand. Say. It's because they're making millions of dollars right now by doing this sure. where they wouldn't. They literally just made over like I'm, I'm serious. A couple million dollars where they never would have made any of that. Right. Genius. All right. Let's go on to our listener questions. We've got three of them here. What do we got here? Darth Platypus asks, since it will release on the 27th, any last minute games that you're picking up? What, what since we're really, the eShop is closing on the 27th. Obviously, we just talked about this. Mm. I mean, any last minute games that I've picked up? Let me tell you what I have picked up. Um, so you bought some? Yeah, well, sort of. A few months ago, I grabbed my, my 3DS and I wanted to buy that DLC for Fire Emblem Fates that I told you about. So that's mm-hmm. Revelations because I wanted to play through all three games again. I don't think I'm going to do that. 
I don't think I can make it through all three. So that's probably a lost purchase. There was a bunch of other DLCs for Fire Emblem Flates. I'm so glad I didn't buy them, but there's a ton mm-hmm. of DLCs. Maybe I will. I don't know. We'll see tomorrow. Um, so I did buy that. I did buy Park Pocket Card Jockey a while back. And I had a little bit of fun with it, but there was something I didn't understand about the game. I kept losing, and I don't know why. I was playing the solitaire very quickly. So it's one of those games, Drew. I have to do a John special and just reset my data and try again. Of course. There's something, of course. but there's something I didn't understand that I missed. So I do want to try that one again. If I'm going to play the 3DS, it's probably going to be that. Um, that's what I bought. And then today, I was having so much fun with NES Remix 2. And oh, I was gosh. like, I couldn't find Remix 1. And I was like, oh, maybe I have it physically. And I looked at my shelf and I couldn't find it there. I looked at the 3DS and I have, where is it? Right here. NES Remix, Ultimate NES Remix. And it's sealed. Oh, I've never played this game. And so I'm you like, bought there it. Is, there is no way I have two and don't have one. So I went to the eShop. I was looking around. I found the first one and it said I had a purchase. I was like, what's going on? It turns out it was sitting on my Wii U. I just missed it. It was right there on yeah. the first screen. So I was going to buy that today and I didn't. Um, so I, 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 I might else. have to. I, were you talking about it? I might have to boot up the Wii U tomorrow, which is already hooked up because my son plays Disney Infinity. But I know I've played these games, but I don't have the disc. I looked. I can't find them. There so is I'm, no disc. There no, okay. Is a, this is a... So 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 one and two were digital, uh... but they did put together. They made a disc that has one and two together. It's a compilation that has the okay. two of them. That is a little expensive. Not super expensive, but a little expensive. So if you want it, it's they're ten dollars each on eShop. It's cheaper. Mm. and probably a little less futzy. I guess my point is, I need to look to see I already have them. If not, yeah. I might go buy them. But John, I could also be playing these maybe this week. I'm going to go. I'm gonna check tomorrow. It um, is a ball of fun. It really is a ball of fun. I think my fun. kids might like watching some of them too because they know, they know Punch-Out, they know Mario, they know Zelda. Yeah, yeah. I I was trying to get through all the Wario Woods games because it's like oh, I, was not having, I was not having as much fun because I've never played Wario's Woods. I basically had to learn how to play Wario Woods, and I went through all eight of the challenges today. God bless you. Um, but man, I I think I'm gonna get all the stars. I was just having such a blast today. So yeah, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna I'm gonna pit those up if I don't. I think I have them, but I'm gonna pick them up tomorrow. Yep, that's what I'll recommend. If you don't have them, go find them. Um, but I think the, I think the disc goes for like thirty or forty dollars. So it's, it's definitely bad, cheaper. That's really not not bad. terrible. Um, I will say too. I don't know if this question is gonna come up, but. I have a few games on, as I showed you, on eBay right now. Because when I was going through my oh. games, I realized I had a sealed version of Shantae Half-Genie Hero that I'm like, I'm never playing this game, and it goes for $80. Mm. So I put that for sale. And then I I did not know this. Game & Wario mm. for the Wii U goes for $125 on eBay. I should be selling Insanity. it, too. Sanity. Sell it. Sell it. I didn't even like the game. I was disappointed when I got it. Maybe I will sell it. Yeah, I'm selling it, man. Um, I have that. And then Twilight Princess HD I have on eBay because it's like $100. And look, if I play Twilight Princess again, it'll be on Switch or Switch 2. It's going to come out again. Mm -hmm. I don't need to play it on the Wii U. Um, but I definitely have some Wii U games that I'm never going to sell, like I, like Nintendo Land and those. Yep. But man, those other ones, even like Wind Waker HD, maybe like I'm just not going to play them on the on the Wii U. Yeah, it's just not I, happening. Yep. 
I agree. All right. Good question, Darth Platypus. Solo Something asks, this is a good question. What is each of your favorite Wii U and 3DS games? Um, this is a multi-part question, so maybe we'll just stop here and answer mm. this one. Well, I think I think at least I we kind of answered these. Wait, well, what is it? Wait, my favorite 3DS game is Fire Emblem Awakening. Always will be my favorite. What is your favorite? What is your de facto favorite? I don't think I really have one. You got to have one. Mario 3D Land? It's really I good. Know. I don't know. I don't I really don't I don't have an answer to that question. Hmm. Hmm. All right. What about Wii U? Wii U. Um I, I as as weird as it is, I, I gotta say, I, I kinda wanna say Darksiders 2, just because it really did nostalgia it introduced me to that entire genre of series and I love it. Um, normally I would say here Bayonetta 2 because that's just one of my favorite games ever and this is where I first played it but I'm not going to say that because I want to go with something very Wii U mm-hmm. um, I'm going to say Nintendo Land oh, um, nice. there's so much you can do there's you know there's so much you can accomplish all the achievements you can get um, as much as I love NES remix games that I'm enjoying right now but Nintendo Land to me is the de facto Wii U experience mm-hmm. and um, I'm going to I'm going to give it the credit where it's due. So I'm going to say that's my favorite. All right. He also goes on to ask, what is a game from each you regret buying? Oh, I'm going to assume you don't have an answer for 3DS. I, I, I'm in 10 years to Joe John. I don't really I don't I don't I don't know. Maybe you regret getting the 3DS itself. Sounds like it. Oh, no, you don't know because my kids play it now. So they well, that is true. Where I was in than I do. I honestly will say for the Wii U, um, when when I when the Wii U came out, I was telling Michelle, I want to play Zombie U so bad, and Ooh. she took one look at Zombie U and said, "You're not playing that in front of the kids." And yep. then she's like, "I don't want you playing that game," and I was like, "I want to play it so bad," and for a long time, I never played it because I didn't buy it. And I sort of just sadly bought um, it was one of the Batman games, Arkham Asylum or Night yep. or yeah, yeah, one yeah, of those yeah. games. And I bought that game and I was like, all right, I'll get that instead of zombie U. <laughs> and then it just sat there and collected dust. So months, months and months later, maybe even a year later. I was on Craigslist and I was looking for zombie U. And for some reason, I didn't want to buy zombie U, but I wanted to trade for it. Oh, no, no, no. Somebody had a post that said they had Zombie U and they were looking to trade it for another Wii U game. And I write the guy and I say, I have Arkham Knight or whatever. And he's like, okay, I'll do that trade. And so I got Zombie U from this guy (laughs) by making this trade and I traded the game that I didn't want for the game I did want. Did you tell the wife, though? Uh, Yeah, she knew it by that point. But I didn't play Zombie U for a long time until later. And then I finally played Zombie U. And I love Zombie U. We talked about it so much. Yeah. 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 But um, but I, I won't say Batman was the one. But I will say Game & Wario was probably the game I regretted the most. Because I, I had played Smooth Moves on the Wii. Love that game. And Game & Wario just didn't scratch the same itch. It wasn't as fun for whatever reason. It wasn't as fun. It was playing with the gamepad. It didn't have the, the Wiimote. Mm-hmm. And now look at me, 400% price increase. Smart. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I'm about to sell it. Did you have any regrets on the Wii U? No, I didn't. I, I, I think I told you, I think I sent you a picture today of actually my Wii U collection. And it's this out of, I own every Nintendo system 
And this is by far the smallest catalog of games I have out of any Nintendo system. Jeez. Um, hold on, I'm looking at my list right now. Um, uh, let's see. Regrets. I have a lot of Lego games. That's odd. Since I didn't have kids. Um, no. Disney Infinity. I regret it. Oh, just look where I am today. Now look where you are. I don't regret it. I don't. Uh, Um, no, I I really don't have any regrets. Like I said, I probably only had like twenty five games, if that. So I don't really. Yeah. No, I don't have any super regrets. I will say I did buy Xenoblade Chronicles 3D on the 3DS back when I just didn't finish it on the Wii. And it is a hard game to play on the 3DS. You're using every button and I would get hand cramps and you had to use the nub for your camera view and you're using it a lot and it really wears down on your thumb. And I got about, I think, five hours in or 10 hours, maybe even. And I just mm-hmm. I could not finish. I wanted to and I just could not finish. I didn't finish that game until it came into the switch. So that's probably um, probably one of my my. Got to be one of my my bigger regrets. Um, but it was still a good game just for that system. Just mm-hmm. It's too hard. Lastly, did you get into Amiibo with the switch or with the Wii U? I, you're asking me because I'm I'm not a huge amiibo guy. I probably could I probably have again ten to fifteen amiibos total. Yep. Uh, I'm looking at a few of them now. You know, I have like some of the originals of Bowser. I have the original Goomba. I did a Bowser filthy uh, casual Bowser Junior. I did the three from Odyssey. You know, I did a couple from Breath of the Wild. Nothing, nothing crazy. So I I'm not really an amiibo guy. Um, yeah. My favorite, as we've said in the past, was definitely the Diablo. Um, Diablo oh, 3 guy. Oh, the Treasure Goblin? The Treasure Goblin. We had so much fun with that guy. So much fun. Because we each had it, and we could do two oh runs every time. Oh, my God, we <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, know, I know your answer is a little bit different than mine, though. I mean, a little different. A little yeah, bit. Just, I, just a little. I stumbled into Amiibo on launch day. I did not know. I was not hyped about them, and then I walked into Toys R Us, and they had them all, all on the shelves. And I was like, wow, that is a pretty looking thing. And then we got Kirby and a couple others. And then that's it. I've collected everyone since then. So I collected on the Wii U. The Wii U was still the best place for Amiibo because they put out that game where you um, you could actually use the Amiibo in the game. I forget what it's called. It's like Tap Amiibo or Amiibo oh, Tap or something. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So they that. had a, a whole game revolving around tapping Amiibo. And then remember the original Mario Maker, you could tap an Amiibo, Amiibo oh and my change God. your character. Yes, it would. you get like the 8-bit Link. I do have yep. the 8-bit Link and the 8-bit Mario. Yeah. And um, Yoshi's Woolly World probably is the game that had the best implementation of Amiibo because you could tap at that point any Amiibo that existed at that time and turn your Yarn Yoshi into that Amiibo. And they had their own unique Yarn Yoshi design some poor cool. set of designers was designing for every single amiibo oh that was God. coming out and they were so cute i i made sure i unlocked every one and for the ones that i didn't have open we had a we had an you're gonna love this we had an amiibo night with our i think it was just the retro gamers not the switch mob at the time no it was definitely like the amiibo and so people would bring over all their op their their amiibos and then we would like just like oh can i grab your captain falcon and i would just mm-hmm. boop, click it into mine so I could unlock all my Yoshi's Woolly World ones. Mm-hmm. And then we would just, yeah, we would just share them and unlock things in our games with them. It was That's great. awesome. Um, so Woolly World is definitely my favorite. 
Nice. Okay. Good question, Silla. Great question. Last one. This is a little bit off the beaten path. Bob Cousy wrote in. I was confused at first. I I've was seen... not. <laughs> you were not. I've seen little cartoon drawings of y'all occasionally. Not the Bayonetta and Little Mac ones. What are those and who designed them? Hmm. I was. I totally forgot about this, but I did not. Yeah. When you and I were trying to design a new logo for what, season two, I think it was season. No, it's, two it's three. season three. It was, it was um, season three. It was December, 2021 <sighs> yeah. because season three was going to kick off in January. We were going through tons of different new logo designs. This is our current logo that you've seen now, the dead of the dart with the moon in the background and the switch and the beer. And, we were drafting up ideas. We knew we wanted a beer and we knew we wanted some type of retro or we, we weren't sure. We knew we wanted beer and something. And um, so you and I were talking, we were sketching ideas, sending them back and forth and screenshots. And <laughs> we, we decided to go to outsource this to someone on the internet. And in the meantime, obviously your wife was like, Oh, you know, she, I don't know if she told you, she kind of just, she knew we were, we, she knew we were trying to develop a new logo. Yeah. What happened was she, I told her about it. I said, do you want to design something and see if we like it? And she was just procrastinating, procrastinating. And we went through the whole process with the other person. And as that was getting close and she started to see those designs come down, she realized, oh, they're like, they've got choices to make. And that's when she finally made the mm. logo that she did, which for a long time was our Twitter cover photo. Yes. Um, right now it's the pumpkin, but yeah, it's, it's a picture of you and I kind of holding beers, talking to each other, not a mushroom. Yeah. It wasn't logo material, um, but I kind of kept it around. So we, we still have it. Um, yeah. We can share it. And uh, I, did yeah, share I totally it. forgot about that when Kuz mentioned that. Yep, I shared that as well as a lot of the original concept uh, ideas for, our, for our current logo. So those are all in the Discord if you want to see them. I will always remember when that guy, because we just we did it through a website. We did it through Fiverr. Yep. And the the first design the guy came up, I think we spent what, like $10 or $15 or $20. It was, it was pretty cheap. Yeah. It was really cheap. And I and we were kind of like, should we do it? And we're like, look, we've got money. Let's just do it. What's the worst that can happen? Yep. And I remember that when they he returned it, I was like, well, that looks like shit. And I was yep. like, all right, what are we going to do? But you're allowed to ask for edits like twice. So we're like, mm -hmm. all right, ask for an edit, see what happens. And we did no expectations. And what the guy sent back, we were like blown away. It was like a million times better. Oh my God. Night and day. And it was like, this is it. This is the logo. Right. And then we, we had him do a little bit of a tweak cause we had one more. And as he, I think we spent like 20 bucks. I think we yeah. tipped him really well because it was our we logo. Did, yeah. um, I think we tipped him more than the cost of the logo. I think so too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, was, I, I mean, I, in a million years, I would never predicted like how good that logo would end up from the first version. It was mm -hmm. just crazy. Um, so yeah. yeah, with Michelle, I put that on the Twitter cover photo and, and that was the, um, that was the only other logo that we actually did. There was no need to like spend a bunch of money to get no. other options. Nope. You know, we didn't have a limitless fund. So good questions. Uh, it's sad to say goodbye to the 3ds and Wii U, but here we go. Mm, That's the end indeed. of it. Not like we've talked about it much on this show ever. <laughs> no, and I'm sure we'll talk about it more in the future. I, our second episode was, uh, our first episode was about the Wii U ports. And that That's was right. maybe one of the last times we ever talked about the Wii U. Many, many moons ago. Hey, John, what do we have coming up the next few weeks? <laughs> 
I'm cl- fun you to ask that question. Um, we've got a few things coming up this week. MLB The Show 23 comes out March 28th. Mm. I will say right now, don't play it on Switch. Go play it on another console. It does not look nearly as good. Um, very weird cover cover guy on MLB The Show. I, I don't. I what's his name? Uh, uh, Chaz Chisholm. You would love his name because you're not a baseball Chisholm. guy, but. <laughs> It's a jazz. I think it's Jazz Chisholm. Yeah, Jazz Chisholm Junior. He plays Speaking for the, the Marlins. Off topic, I know I'm not supposed to interrupt you here. I bought my wife. She was looking for a new game the other day, and she loves baseball. I bought her that stupid 99 cent game that everyone's been loving. Oh, that yeah. was the, she hated she it. She, she played. A, she didn't even finish a game. So this is. I don't like the controls. It's not fun. I'm out. Um. Right. But it was only a dollar. You gonna try Super Mega Baseball Three with her? Maybe. Uh, maybe, but it's forty bucks. I think maybe I'll put it on my wish list. Um, two is on there. I think, I don't think, I think they still sell two. You can see if that's on sale. It's just as, yeah. I mean, it's going to be just as. I'm not going to spend 40 bucks if she gave that game 20 minutes and called quits. I'm so. surprised she likes baseball. Oh, she's her, her, she's a huge baseball family. Yeah. Really? Red yeah, Sox her brothers or... uh, just playing. They, they oh, played there. Oh, okay. She's, yeah. They played, you know, she has two brothers, so they both played and traveled and. Oh, okay. Got it. Interrupted you. All right. Interesting to mention though. Opening day is March 30th. Listen to across you the entire again. league. I will not be available at two o'clock my time as I'll be watching my Mets take on the Marlins. A little Scherzer versus um, Alcantara. What a pitching matchup in Miami. Um, that's going to be a tough game. That's going to be a tough game. And then. Uh, surprise, surprise. Fire Emblem engage wave four of the DLC. This is the final wave. Coming out April 5th. I'm going to say right now, I bet you this comes out April 4th. Um, that's what happened on the last wave. And April 5th is Mario movie day. So, uh, you know, and then, of course, April 5th, Mario movie comes out. How's Bowser doing? He's doing good. <laughs> Drew's got the big, uh, the big but, steam Bowser. I don't have a lot of room at my desk, but I made room for Bowser. Yeah, he takes up all of it. It does. All the room. It does up. It's all done. All right. That's the show. That's it. Good stuff. Have fun. I hope your ride gets better. Godspeed. I am um, really hoping by the next time my eye is better. Um, it's been kind of miserable. All right, man. All righty. Good to see you. Peace. Good night, dads. The Dads After Dark show is part of the Nintendo Dads family of podcasts. You can subscribe to us anywhere podcasts are available, including Google, Overcast, Spotify, and Stitcher. And if you're using Apple Podcasts, don't forget to leave us a five-star review. Pretty please? Be sure to join us on the Nintendo Dads Discord in our Dads After Dark channels for some naughty After Dark talk. Leave us a voicemail with Anchor and we'll play it on our next show. Check our podcast description for the link. Follow us on Twitter and now TikTok at NDadsAfterDark or email us at dadsafterdarkshow at gmail.com. And a big thank you to Family Jewels for our show's music. That's all for tonight. Good night, dads. Sweet dreams.